What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. Um, some All I Need news before we get into it. Um, Saturday, November 3rd, at the Edge Indoor Skate Park here in Taunton, Mass., we will be having the New England Am Contest, and uh, we're going to do individual runs this time, so it should be pretty heavy. It's always really a, a day just jam-packed with so much skateboarding. It's, it's one of my favorite days of the year, so I'll be on the mic making some noise. <laughs> You'll hear me, <laughs> to say the least. Um, and then also, me and the crew, All I Need crew, are working on our third full-length video, which we titled Good Eye, and uh, that's underway, man. We've been going out every weekend. You'll hear about it on the show, me and Lou, where actually we're talking about skate sessions and filming missions and stuff. But, um, yeah, so we're working on our third full-length video, man. I'm really proud to get to this point um, with the homies. It's going to be fucking awesome. And then, um, yeah, our guest today is Lou Sorowski. Um, Lurker Lou, some of you might know him as Lurker Lou, but, um, yeah, I was hyped to catch up with Lou, it's been a long time, man, and, uh, we talked about all types of stuff, we talked about growing up in Cape Cod, uh, that's where me and him met, actually, out in Chatham, our paths cross, and then, uh, we talked about filming for Vicious Cycle, uh, Zara Bessette's video that he put out, we also talked about just living in New York, purple shoes, uh, Lou's, on a mission with some purple shoes, we talked about his brand, Iron Claw, and uh, a whole bunch, man. We talked about a whole bunch. It was really, really fun. Uh, I know you guys will enjoy it. And until next time, my friends. Peace. Oh, yeah, and uh, Emma's okay. She got her, she, uh, she got like an abscess under her eye, my dog Emma. And uh, I had to bring her to the doctors today, and they popped that thing. It was gnarly. So now she got like an open wound above her eye, but... Amending to it, so hot compress, and uh, she has some antibiotics and stuff. But uh, she's alive. Emma's happy. My Emma's crushing. Right, Emma, good girl. <laughs> Later. I just love the skating and the scene. Rain, rain, go away. All I need is a skateboard today. Board today. Board today. This is the Shetland Show featuring professional skateboarder, podcaster, and All I Need Skate founder, Anthony Shetler. So everyone was, it was hot. Everyone was doing it. Yeah, they're looking for their dad's fucking metal skateboards in the garage. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Get on this thing. <laughs> Each episode brings you amazing discussions with interesting people from all walks of life. Kind of when skateboarding clicked for me and you learn some tricks or whatever and you get that appreciation from your peers, you know, the other skaters are like, holy shit, like, yeah, dude, that's rad. Admiration. Yeah, yeah the admiration or the, the affirmation. Real. Recognize real. If I didn't experience those crazy moments, in my life, then these great moments would never be as great as they have been. Honestly, like for me, I just loved it. Like I saw those dudes, I saw those videos, and I was like, holy fuck, this is sick. Yeah. This is what I want to do. No, we're yeah, ro- we're rolling on that, dude. I'm gonna smoke some weed with you. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I was working on this. I was working on this, like uh, casting some uh, a new shoe today. But I was doing a D three because the 
rage of that shoe right now. You know how people are like, oh my god, the D3, the ASAP Rocky. And I did a fucking wear test for D, like a D3 wear test back when people thought they weren't. Like the shoe wasn't, people thought it wasn't around, but they never stopped making the D3. I'm pretty sure like for years on end. Like That's crazy. So, but that was in like 2015. I did a wear test and then, you know, slowly the shoe like blew up again. So it's kind of funny. But now I'm like, yo, while this shoe's mad hot, I'm going to fucking make a, <clears throat> make a mold of it and then start making them in concrete and you can use them as like planters, like. <laughs> I'm not that into. It. I mean, I have a little connection with it because of like making fun of it, but then res- at the end of it, like sh- showing mad respect to Mayhew throughout that whole thing. Of course. And uh, now I'm like, yeah, dude, it's it's fucking. I'd finish like I don't know two thirds of it right now, but uh. Well, break break it down to me. What do you actually do? I've seen those online. I've seen the cameras too. So, so you- this is like kind of what. Yeah, this is not all the silicone done in it yet, but it's like... So that's why I was, I was going to the art store to get more silicone. So see how it's really thin on top? Yeah. But uh, it, that I brushed on in like four stages. So I brush on, let it chill, I brush on. So I did four coats, and that gets all the minute, super details. And then I put it in a box... What is that? What is that exact? Uh, what is that? You uh, got? It's silicone rebound brush on silicone rubber for like. <laughs> see how it's for like making, you know, duplicating busts or whatever, making like monster masks. I think there's like a whole. So I basically went around uh, the whole thing and like just dabbed it up, and now it's like. I'm going to pour in another layer so that it'll go to the top of the shoe and then I'll peel it all out and then I can pour in like pretty much whatever I want to and then I have my my VX one is like down here. There's, I'm working on something right now for that dude that does that secret tape Instagram. Yeah. So that's like all enclosed. Like that's the eyepiece. But I took like fucking sorry and photosynthesis and like smashed it up and then like pulled all the tape out and stuffed it in there and then like I think I stuffed in like too much tape. I haven't really fucked too many of these up, but it's like there's like a huge hollow spot in the uh like it's almost like it's oh yeah, so then I have like all my other ones that I've been doing. Yeah, those are that's insane. like the kit, uh, Japanese Kit Kat. That's like regular candy. So you made them out of that dot. You made a, you make a cast of it and then you just fill it, huh? That's yeah, all cash. Then I, then I fill it with random shit. Or uh, I mean, we're not random. It's always like something that's kind of like has to have a little meaning. So uh, yeah, I want to do. I'm gonna do another one of those with like the fish eye because Matt people look. Yo, there's no fish eye on. And I'm like, dude, no. It was so hard to get anyone to even get me a broken VX. And like, people were like, nah, 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 nah. I'm like, uh, I don't know, dude. I'm just. And it was Colin Reed who gave me. It was a Japanese one, and then I got another dude that's gonna give me a fish eye. So. I'm going to make another one of those. I'm doing this D3. I want to do a Hasselblad, like, Ooh. pretty 
Yeah, pretty soon, because that was like the first photo I ever had in a magazine was from Atiba shot with a hustle block. Damn, that's so a heavy first one. that I'm like casting is like personal to me in some way. Even the D3 has like some personal relation to like my life, you know what I mean? So For sure. Uh, Did yeah, you- it's great. It's fun. It's super fun. I like kind of self-taught myself like the whole time with doing it, which... You know, you're, I mean, I make mistakes, but it's like, oh, shit, not, I'm not doing that again. Like, a YouTube tutorial can teach you, like, so much until you're actually, like, fucking, I don't know, dude. It's 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 tricky, and, like, I like it being tricky because it weeds people out from, like, yeah. making it. And over the last, like, two years, I was like, I don't want to do, like, art on skateboards anymore. Like, all my collages and whatever, I want to, like stick obviously it's gonna be it would be super hard for me to like shed like being a skateboarder as an artist so my work is always gonna have some aspect of like skating but of course but the sneaker thing broadens it out to people who are like you know like i've done nikes i've done jordans adidas and no one none of these companies have ever like reached out to me where people are like yo that shit's dope like you should fucking get connect i'm like dude i'm not ever that dude like i sent one sponsor me tape my whole fucking maybe two no i sent one to 16 <laughs> just so like i could like yo zared's boy like throw in some extra boards for zared that was all and, like kids under 16 right that was all kids under 16 yeah 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 With yeah. Zared, yeah exactly i mean we can get more into detail about our history if i mean if we don't want to start the podcast off me blabbering about my latest art endeavor well no we'll get we'll work our way to that where i want to i have it written down i want to just start with growing up in cape cod maybe break that down yeah uh that was well, let me shut this i love your larry bird uh picture in the background too oh yeah that's uh, uh that's sign dude damn sign, uh, uh leroy neiman 1992, 603 out of 1,035. Dude, I mean, it was worth a lot of money at one point. It's probably worth like six or seven hundred now. But my mom's uh, friend gave it to me because I was like, what? That's so sick. And she was like, you can just take it. Her husband passed away and it was his. She was like, I actually hate it. (laughs) So, but yo, yeah. So growing up on the Cape, um, there was actually like, when I was like, drawing more attention to skating like 94 like right before i started it was kind of like you would see like i would see kids like not kids i mean they were like teenagers at like the drive-through uh there was like a drive-through bank that was like super famous in my area and then where was that what city it that was in like dennisport and harwich border in cape cod it's like Mid Cape on the south, uh, like Nantucket Sound side. Yeah. And I would see it like here and there, but by like 95, it was like older brothers' friends had like boards and they were skating, and then like friends, older brothers, and you'd see like Acme boards, Tree Four boards. And like before I started skating, like I knew like, oh, that's Acme, that's Foundation. Like I kind of knew. Just because there was, like, CCSs in California Skate Mag or, like, you know, the other one that wasn't CCS. Yeah. So I was I was pretty exposed to it, like, and then um, there was, like, an MTV Sports thing 
that was like a thing on like Nashville. Do you remember that? No. Ninety five. <laughs> it was like because you know what MTV Sports is doing. So I'm on like Simon Woodstock and shit. Oh, like, I do remember this. I remember that, there was an article in like Big Brother or something. Dude, there was like the only exposure that I could really find to get from skating as I was like interested before I got like my first board like in uh, September 95. So I would see this MTV Sports and it was about these dudes in Nashville. How, how old are you in 95? Uh, I was I was 11. Going, I was going to be 12. Like around, I started skating so around this time, like 23 years ago. So I was like 11, about to be 12 when I got my first uh, like tree fort blank ventures, tree fort blank wheels. Dude, it was 80 bucks complete. Wow. Yeah, and then <laughs> 80 bucks for like a, that was like a complete legit setup, dude. Yeah, that's amazing. 47 millimeter wheels, like seven five board. But so I was I was always like, yo, there, and I would see it. It would play on MTV like. A lot at one point, like for like two weeks, it would play like four times, and I would see it. And it was like these skaters in Nashville, and they it was like kind of seriously like my first, like almost like I would say my first skate video in a way. What <laughs> on MTV? <laughs> yeah, and it was MTV Sports, and I I would watch like Skate TV in like eighty eight, eighty nine. I was always attracted to skating, but by that time, I was like, yo, that shit's sick, because they made it out like there's nothing out here. We're like country boys, and we make ends meet with whether it's skating. We did, They had a good spot, that federal shit, you know, like yeah. that, that Ill Plaza, Freddie skated, Ross Norman, Westgate did some crazy shit there. So that was in it, and I was like, whoa, like, but then they went off into a parking lot and did like a DIY thing. So right then, I was like, oh, okay, that's like... I can do that. Yeah. So we had like a grocery store parking lot and we just started moving parking blocks around. It was an A&P. Remember A&P's? Yeah. They were, the fucking, they, were sh they were shitty grocery stores, but they like seriously gave us a corner of this parking lot in Dennisport where I grew up. And uh, the two kids I started with were like older than me. They were like in eighth grade when I was in sixth grade. And we all started like right pretty much the same time. Like one kid had been skating a little bit more. His kid Jay Perna who I'm still in touch with, and this other kid, Chris Mayer. And Chris Mayer, like, we were su we were all super tight, but they were like, I mean, it probably ends up why I ended up being, like, this kind of skate bully, fucking with people the way I am, because they were fucking hard <laughs> on me. They were like, I was a little kid out of, like, and then my older brother's friends, so I was, like, the, always the little kid. Yeah, you were, like, exposed to too much too early. <laughs> oh, dude, like, my brother's friends, like, puking out of our back porch when I'm, like, 11 years old, like, I'm bong hits like I, I already saw like so much shit before I started skating so it wasn't anything for like me to go up to brother's friends and whatnot. and uh yeah the, the those two dudes we were we kept it we kept it pretty tight for like uh, the first two years of skating and I didn't even really fuck with the skate park for like a year and a half maybe and then just AP lot the AP lot was heavy from like September 95 until like Dude, I would even say like December '97, and then and that's a, that's a diff. There, there's like a big difference if you start at a skate park compared to just like. Dude, I didn't drop in for like. <laughs> I remember I skated for a fucking full year year and a half, dude, before I even dropped in. Yeah, yeah, whole so, different thing. Was, yeah, dude. it was crazy, and then it was like Harvard Skate Park, and then right away Chatham Skate Park, and then by the end of like '98, I was like kind of in skating parks for a year and that was when I met Zared and then I think I met or, uh, 
met you but saw you like that summer around that invisible Osiris demo. Oh, sick. I forgot about that, dude. Oh, that was dude, so I forget, sick. I don't forget anything, dude. Well, I mean, so, like, you said it so it sparked my memory, but that was deep yeah, in there. I remember you, because, like, everyone came out, because I don't, I feel like Osiris and Invisible, they, they weren't really doing, they made, maybe Osiris did one in, like, Nashua, or they did one in New Hampshire, but other than in the Northeast, it was, like, Chatham Skate Park was, like, the only one that they did, and they, like, combined it with that, and so it was, like, I felt like I, that, I met a lot of, I met a lot of dudes, like, that day, I remember, like, seeing Don Pierre, like, at the Chatham Skate Park that summer, because wow, I was that's crazy. Summer. so then, like, I, I feel like you came back with, like, Trembley a good amount that summer, so those, like, there was definitely, like, almost two years with no skate parks, and then I started going to skate parks a lot more, because they were getting built, but... Yeah, I I was definitely like stacking parking blocks, just getting like as unique as we could with like permanent structures. Like we didn't fuck with like wood ramps or like we had like a big metal air conditioning duct Sick. that A&P was throwing out, and we kept it. But it was mad loud. But it was like super solid, like like aluminum, and it was like a little bit under knee height so that was like first real like ledge training was on like an air conditioning duct yeah like, like that's your first box you know <laughs> yeah the first our first box was like a metal air conditioning duct and you could hear people skating it like so far away it was like Dong! it was and but it was sick because it was mad light to carry out nice where we, where we hit it behind the dumpster and uh yeah dude i got busy in a grocery store parking lot for like yeah, dude, like two years in Cape Cod, like, yeah. I've I met, like, remember that, you, he's still skating, Rob Cabral, I met Rob Cabral, came to the parking lot. That fool was so good, dude. Dude, him, and there was another kid, Blake Buttonsey from Harwich, who was like, you, you definitely, like, crossed paths with, and like, Skater Island time, but like, yeah. he was way ahead of me, Zared, all of us, like, dude, Blake was just... Like, when I want to talk about Cape Cod skating from, like, when I was a kid, like, Blake Buttonsey, there's dudes that can concur with this statement, like, Waffle, who, like, is one of those eggs rippers, and, like, Cape Cod skaters that were around, Lil Tim. Nice. Blake Buttonsey was better than, Billy Campbell will say it, he was better than everybody, dude. Billy's, shout out Billy, he's the man. Yo, shout out Billy Campbell. <laughs> hey, what up, Billy? Tim. Um, um, yo, but started, like you know, like all those dudes. That, then, like once everyone started getting to like fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, kids would quit, and then you'd see who was left. And like you started coming to the Cape, and like you saw who was left. And by the time like fucking I was in high school, it was it was I felt like it was just me and Zared, and we had to like find Eli and you and like Eddie Hall and like and yeah. that was where we were like kind of Chatham Park, we're kind of bored of this, we need to start going to, like, Skater Island and 8 Ball, and that's where we met, like, we met Jeremy, and then... Yeah, it's so small. Like, that, that summer in 98, Zared and I went to Woodward, and Eli was there, Zeb was there, uh, Jeremy was there, and so we had all kind of, like, loosely seen each other throughout New England, and then it was, like, that's kind of when we all really connected, Ariel Pearl. yeah. The island, and, for sure. The island, like, in the winters, because that's when we kind of had to mash together. It's, like, all... Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. That was, really, like, it was, like, that summer... Because it was, like, yeah, summer 98, and then the island started popping off, like, that That probably, like... I feel like 99, when they had that contest that was, like, 
the Converse Northeast Atlantic skate thing, that's when it really was like, became like a mecca of like New England, you know what I mean? Yeah. That was like, by that, I think, probably, I don't know if it, it, I didn't start skating Boston until 2000. And that was because like Eli was just like, dude, you gotta, you gotta come with us. Like, don't go back. It was at Skater Island one night and they were like, we got room in the car. Yes. Fuck, dude. Should I go back to Cape? It was February vacation. Fuck no. Fuck no. Go. (laughs) I was like, should I drive back to the Cape with these dudes or go to Boston with Eli, Joey Pepper, and Ben Colin? Heavy. So I was like, fuck it. Eli invited me. I'm going. And I just told my mom I was like at Zared's or something. But I ended up spending like five days in Boston, dude. Yes. (laughs) And then I knew how to get to South Station. I knew there was a bus to Cape Cod. So I got the bus to Cape Cod and then said, and then I took it to the boarding house and told my mom I was at the boarding house and I couldn't get a ride home. (laughs) And and I started lying and going to Boston. And then, you know, she caught on when it was like Friday, like, hey, I'm going to Skater Island. And it's like, hey, it's it's May. (laughs) No, you're not. (laughs) You don't go to Skater Island in May. And I'm like, uh, and then it was like, you know, one of those nights where you're like, miss the bus and it's late, and then like the call gets made, like, hey, Louisa is is Louis is Lewis with Zared? Like, Lewis hasn't been here. Like, <laughs> fuck, oh. there goes but the plan. Was the end of my Cape Cod skating. I had to sneak off, dude. Like, I and that was like 15 going on. No, 15, 16. Yeah, about like 15, 16. Yeah, that's sick. Me and Trembley went into Boston, but we didn't go like downtown. He just like would scour the outside of Boston. And, like, find all the shit outside of Boston, all these spots, and you'd be cutting kinks and generator and shit. That's when I remember going to Boston first, because I didn't go downtown to, like, all the ledges and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, you were probably going to, like, the Jamaica Plain Rail. Yeah. And, like, the Alston Hubba. Yeah. Like, I feel like you were skating that Hubba, like, right after it might have got, like, just broken in. Yeah, Trembley was, like, on a mission, because he, he just got hooked up with Deluxe and Real, and Dan Bellucci was yeah. filming him, and I was just like... The dude who was down to hang with him and just do whatever. So we'd go out yeah. in vans and fucking till like six in the morning looking for spots and fixing spots and filming. It was sick. That was a good time. Yeah. Dude, that was, yeah, that, it's fun to think about like when we were like getting out of like the hometowns and the skate parks and when I feel like we weren't really skating together too much like outside of the skate park, but no. we both were like, all right, it's time to get out into the, uh, it's time to get out, and we both, like, I feel like we all, like, Trembley, Zared, Eli, well, Eli was already there, but Jeremy, and then, like, they were all, like, we all just started, like, frequenting it more, and fucking, yeah, dude, which is weird. Such, I, dude, I, I'm so glad I fucking experienced, like, Boston with, like, Jamal, Jerry, Robbie, like, those dudes, Joey Pepper, like Legend. Rob Welsh visiting, yeah. and like being, uh, and I'll say, and I'll say this because I enjoyed it, like being fucked with, like yeah. getting earning respect from like Joey and Jerry was like, dude, Jerry Fowler was like such a dick to people back then, like, and like, but that's like skating, you were everyone like. They were people were dicks. You remember like it was fucking, Wild West, bro. <laughs> dude, it was just like. You know what I'm saying? There was, it was clicky, it was vibey, but I got, like, a pass because of Eli, but I still had to, like, prove myself. And then, like, 
I think I went to Tampa Am that next winter. Dolo, I know, remember you were going, Zared was going, it was like Film or Bob. I think like you and Zared may have had split, like pay for a hotel. Probably, we just figured it out. <laughs> no, but we all figured it out, and I was like, fucking, I'm going too. Yeah. And like, went, was in the airport and saw Joey, and this was like, probably not, not long after, like, uh, he, I got let into like their crew and then he was like oh like you can stay with me in the hotel and I had nowhere to go and then linked up with like I feel like we were all like I migrated because I didn't want to like impose on him too much but yeah dude we were like it was a sick it was a sick thing to witness like Ryan Gallant so PJ, good Eli Zared and like kind of take the reins from like Joey and and not really Joey but like Jamal and like Robbie, but like how good everyone was when we were kids, dude. Like, yeah, like, oh, that kid's sick. I'm like, bro, <laughs> I mean, when you see PJ and Eli and Ryan and it, like, there's Del levels, Poisington, yeah, and Trembly, when you're 16 and these dudes are nose button rails and doing some tech shit, like, nowadays, I'm like, yeah, he's 19, he good. He should be that good, and you know, like, yeah. but I don't know. I just, I just, I'm so like, I'm so appreciative to like that time of like ninety. I would say like ninety eight to two thousand two, because yeah. it was like ninety eight was when I linked with like Zared, met you, like met like the first pro skaters, like graduated middle school, was going into high school, and then like I think like progression of skating like really just was like quickly for like you know between 14 and 18 that's what it was for me like you progress a lot as a skater you're the yeah. growth spurts and like i haven't grown in height since eighth grade so i already like, maxed my height which was like kind of good thinking in the long run i was like oh shit like i didn't have any more that was it for growth spurts just like filled out but man dude like it the 98 99 it, it was going from like the raw like you know, the really good golden era that people like to say where it was like Phil Shaw had passed and like Tim Brosh had passed and like... So good, both those the guys. The big wheels were kind of getting smaller and the pants were getting bigger and puffier and everything was getting tech again. The D3 but was, was popping off. Remaining, like, there was still a remaining like simplicity of like the like girl chocolate tour, like good-looking skating that I just always was, like, attracted to, but I don't know, man. I remember I remember going to Boston and staying at Steve Nardone's house, and you know when you're a kid and you watch, like, mixtape and you're like, ah, whatever, whatever, mm -hmm. and, like, you see, like, East Coast New York shit when you're, like, 14, 15, and you're like, dude, these dudes, whatever. You have no idea how hard those spots are to skate because you're just you an ignorant know, little dude. fuck. You don't know. So we were watching mixtape, and it was right as, like, I started smoking pot. And I remember watching these videos and going, I can't do that. I can't do that trick. I can't do that trick. And I recall, like, it, it being simple shit, like, dude, you can back lip an eight-stair rail, whatever, but, like, dude, you can't even crooked grind pop out. Yeah. A ledge, like a back tail in a line like so it was like i was just like oh wow like it really is all about the east coast and that's when i flipped from like being into like brian anderson even though he's east coast like jamie thomas like i was into like the like zero thing at like 
14. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But by the end of eighth grade, it was like Mouse had came out. Ooh, and so like, good. And then I was like, I, I, they had came out, but I had like finally like was like, oh shit, like understanding trilogy, not just like the shock factor of like, oh, big handrail, welcome to hell. You yeah, know? like beyond the tricks, like you kind of know the lifestyle, and these dudes are just, I like that they're just skating through cities and shit and doing yeah, yeah, lines yeah. So and like. It, it gave me a good grasp of like, yo, you should really embrace your roots of the East Coast, and it yeah. was, it was like a, it was like a. Kind of like a little epiphany. I didn't like tell anybody till now, really. I've told people the story of like watching that video and being like finally respected, like those skaters, like being like, oh shit, like these, like Korea is actually like sick. Like, uh, you know, then, you know, not being into like San Diego shit and yeah. stuff like that. Because I finally skated a city and understood like what it is to skate like that, not like. Tech Cali bench skating, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. there's levels. Yeah. There's levels to all of it, and it's that's what's so sick about skating is that there's so many different versions of it that there you can have a preference, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And and if like for us, we've been in it long enough that we've seen all these crazes, and then we've kind of balanced out our perspective on like because I'm the same way. I love I loved like watching all those big handrail gap videos, oh, like Keith Kerchart, like they're like being broadcasted to us on the east coast in the winters just watching all this stuff you know oh yeah but to appreciate the shit around you is sick man like bobby pulio fowler jerry fowler yeah, like yeah, you're like, saying i remember like, seeing like mad circle video yeah. like five flavors and not even really like caring about it until i was like 17 nice Laura like, watson like it came out when i was 14 but like at like my junior year was like oh carl watson like Oh, Welsh, like, dude, like, Scott Johnston, it's so not good. about the tricks, it's about the look, and, like, I was really, like, fine, and, like, dude, and thanks to, like, Eli for, like, being, like, cracking me on the head, and, and like, being, like, yo, it's cool to be into, like, Reynolds and Baker and shit, but, like, dude, understand that, like, the infamous video is actually a sick video. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just because <laughs> it, it's right in your back door, like, it's just, like, just because yeah, it's not yeah, being yeah, promoted yeah, at like, you. The skating wasn't, like, what you thought was, like, the most amazing skating, but then you're, like, you know, and then, and then I would go off to, like, Boston and New York, and you're, like, oh, man, fuck, Bobby Puglio was, like, then you see, like, Penal Code, FTC, I remember, like, I saw that, like, at like 16 or 17 and it's just like yeah th th those were just like big wake-up calls like it's yeah it's like i just it, it formed me a lot for sure definitely like where yeah. i would that's rad well that's a perspective coming from cape cod man and i share it and yeah you know it's yeah. sick i used to live in wareham which is a gateway i'm mean, not actually cape cod yeah, but... no, wareham is technically <laughs> cape cod we're part of it <laughs> Hell Before yeah. the canal was dug, it's Cape Cod. What, what I what I liked was like when we were coming up, uh, Lou. We were like, I, it was weird because to me, I'm, I've always been super hyped on skating and obsessive, just like you and yeah. a bunch of people you named already, like the, like obsessed with it. So then I started realizing there were other people with the same spark. That's like when I met you guys. I was like, oh, yeah. Zary, Lou, and like Chatham has a scene, or there's people that care about skating and want to talk the shit that we can talk. And then it's just start yeah. you start finding all these little like crops of people popping up, and we're all the same age, and that was a trip. It's such a trip, dude. <laughs> I know, man. I fucking 
Yeah, that era, that era was, oh, dude, unreplaceable, unreplaceable. And then, yeah, I finished, I finished high school. How'd you do? How'd you do? Yeah, uh, all and like everyone, everyone bailed, dude. It was crazy. Like all, all every kid that I had like met at that time, you know what I mean? Whether it was like Zeb, Zared, Eli, uh. They all homeschooled. Jeremy, I don't know. Did you bust off and do that, or did you graduate? I I graduated from high school, like public school, and I just uh, my one of my first trips actually, I just went on it, and I knew I wasn't gonna have enough days to pass, so I had to take like a class afterwards to graduate. I didn't go to graduation yeah. or anything. I just went, yeah, I didn't go to graduation. Yeah, I took it to. I went back and took a typing class, and Westgate's dad was in it, and uh, <laughs> I didn't know that at the time. But then I met him later. I was like, "You're in my typing class," and he was like, "Old man in it, like two two yeah, fingers yeah. and shit." Hoarding. Yeah, I was like killing it. it. I picked. Hoarding. Yeah, I typed computer that stuff because I was really good at typing. I was like, "This is easy. Like this is fun yeah, and repetitive." Yeah. And then, uh, then I graduated because I had to make up for hours basically. Did you yeah. do any good? Did you did you like school? Were you into it? Uh, I appreciated going to like a vocational school because like I learned the trade and I would have like my two weeks shop class, two weeks uh, academic. Nice. And uh, there like yeah one like when Zared left, it was like really no skaters left uh, at the school, so. Uh, I was friends with, I don't know, I didn't, yeah, I wasn't friends with, like, a lot of kids. I pretty much, like, once it was, like, sophomore, junior, like, that's it. I'm the only skater. Alone. Fucking alone. At at Cape Cod Tech, that was it. So then there was this Brazilian kid, because there was a lot of Brazilians on Cape Cod. When he was a freshman and I was a junior... He was, like, interested, and I was just like, dude, here's, like, a sh- I started handing him down shit, and then he, like, got pretty good, like, relatively quick. Like, it was the kind of kid, like, he couldn't really, like, do a proper ollie or kickflip, but he could nollie back heel, which <laughs> heel, <laughs> like, the heel. It was strange as kid Joab, and uh, so he was, like, my little skate buddy in high school for, like, two years. I was just, like, kind of was, like, I kind of bullied him in. I was like, you got to fucking just skate. Like, if you want to skate, skate. Like, here, get this shit going. And I, I kind of bullied him into skating. And uh, Nice. <laughs> yeah, dude, because I didn't have any, dude, seriously. like I get Zared, it. Zared was out, dude. Like, he was he was out, man. Like, he fucking. Where'd he go, New York? I mean, he was just touring with Zoo. Like, yeah, that's right. He got on when he was, like, 15. So I'm 16. And, like, he kind of started traveling, even even when you guys were, like, kind of getting world shit through, like, was that Rodney... Yeah, Jones. Rod, Rodney Jones, right? Rodney yeah. Davis, Rodney... Yeah, Rodney Jones, and, like, you guys started, like, you guys kind of clicked a little bit more at that time, and I started clicking with Eli more, so, fuck, dude, I feel like, yeah, that time was, like, dude, I definitely was venturing off like to just because there there wasn't like i you know i'd come back from boston like zared was like he was out he was on a trip and then little tim and billy were like always down escape but hated driving me home because i wouldn't get my driver's license <laughs> fucker everyone fucking shit on me for mad long for not getting my driver's license I, 
everyone, dude. It was brutal. Like, Skater Island, like, purposely, like, oh, Lou, you're not getting your driver's license? Well, guess what? Car's full. Car's not even full. It'd just be, like, out of spite. Like, I remember just, people just, dude, forever. I didn't get my license until I was, like, 30, 30 or 31. Like Why? Why? Dude. I think I, like... My, well, my, my brother and sister fucked up my mom and dad's insurance, so they were like, no, 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 it's not happening with us. And I was spending all my money on bus tickets to Boston, and then, like, my mom was, like, super crazy when i drive with her, like, uh, like, just, you know, like... Couldn't handle her son behind the wheel? Yeah, 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 yeah. so it kind of, like, traumatized me a little bit, and I just, like, didn't want to drive, and then I moved to New York, so... Yeah, I just was, like, definitely in that... There was definitely, like, that time in high school where, like, Zared wasn't around, and there was, like... If I couldn't get to Boston, it was, like, dude, there's really, like, straight up nobody to skate with, like, <laughs> right now. Like, in the winter times and shit like that, if I couldn't get a ride to Skater Island, I would be, like... Dude, I used to go with rollerbladers, because I didn't have any rides. Dude, and... you would ride with anybody, Yeah, bro. let's go. <laughs> Yo, do you remember I used to go a lot with this kid, Brendan Pickett? He went, we called him Pedro. Sounds familiar. <laughs> I don't know, dude. We got pulled over. He had a, he had a Cutlass Sierra, nice. and he was doing fucking a buck 40, like, between, like... <laughs> dude, you know when you get off the highway in Massachusetts... And then before you get on the highway, that would take you to the Cape, like, 25. Is that 25? I don't know the road, but I know it. It's, like, 195, and it it comes off from, like, Providence, whatever. But, like, dude, the fucking cop, like, almost beat the fucking window in with a mag light. Dude, it was... (laughs) Dude, it was so bad. Was he he sober? He lost his license for a grip, so then there was, like, no rides to the island with him. And then, like... Zared was back around, and he got he got linked up with Zoo, and he had a Thunderbird. Yeah, I remember. And he was like, "Dude, I'm down." And Zared lived past me on Cape Cod. Oh, deep. So once he had like he had the Thunderbird, and he was on Zoo, and he was around when he wasn't like on trips. We would just go to the island all the time because my house was on the way, like off Cape, but uh. Yeah, and then I fucking graduated, and um, Eli's mom had a uh, basement apartment, and that's why I lived for like two and a half months, two nice. and a half, three months. They just let you crash, or what? No, I paid like 200 a month. Nice, solid. For like a room, and then like mad other skaters lived there, like Zeb and like other dudes, so it had a kitchenette, it had a bathroom... So I lived uh, I lived down there for a few months, and then Zared got the word that uh, like Jeff and Retta were looking to get an apartment for him, Brian Brown and Billy. Ooh, turtle, damn, and Rohan. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was just like in limbo, like yo. He's like, dude, it's gonna go down soon. So then that was in the fall of 2002 so i graduated in june and i kicked around boston for like june july august september and then that shit would just went in the works we went there for a weekend we had a hotel it was like me zeb andrew mcgraw what was it oh andrew mcgraw so good um is he in yeah. canada what's that is he in canada 
Yeah, he's been there for a grip. He had like he stayed too long, like I think like a couple times. And then the time that he got caught, he they were like, dude, you're obviously lying. Like, you weren't there shopping. You were there for, like, six months. So they put him, like, on super restriction. I think he went back to Boston, like, one time in the last, like, couple years. But he just got so used to, like, going to Spain and going to other places that he was just like, yeah. I don't even, I don't even care. Like, I would like to go down there, but, like, I'll just go to other places. So how was yeah, your how was your mom? Down, how was your like, mom with you going to New York? She was she was cool with it. She was cool with it because I had already gone like a few months earlier with like Brian Brown and like Doug Brown. I think Zared was with us, and that was we went to like uh, Rockaway Rail. Zared like switch crooked it. Brian Brown hurricaned it. Gnarly. That was that was when I was still in high school. That was April '02, and uh, I rolled my ankle. Trying to kickflip nose slide the rockaway rail. Oh, brutal. Rolled away like probably like 10, 15 feet where it was like cuttable and then was trying to get another one because I felt like it was all like kind of flopped in. <laughs> it was the only time. I mean, I don't have, I don't really like, I'm not too superstitious. It was the only time I ever rolled my ankle was my first trip to New York. Wow, weird. Knock on wood, though. Yeah, and then it was on a sloppy kickflip nose slide on the Rockaway Rail. There's, like, some YouTube footage of it around, like, Nick Briggs, like... Nick, hell yeah. Or, like, Brad Tucker's, like, they have, like, a YouTube page, and it's, like, weekend trip to New York, and it has the footage in there of, like, Zared Switch Crook. But all that shit was in Vicious Cycle, like, from that trip. And then we came back, and, uh... We were, me and Zeb and Andrew in a hotel with Zared, like, out by Flushing. And that was when I kickflip front-tailed Pyramid Ledge. Ooh, I just watched your footage the other day, or yesterday, yeah. today. I saw that clip, and I, I was just like, damn, that was done that so was well. That was the first, like, real trick I filmed in New York. Such good flick into it. You did it proper, my friend. Ah, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank yeah. you. That That's still, like, uh... Dude, that was a battle, dude. That was like, dude, it was like two and a half hours I tried that. Josh Kalis was there. What? Smoking Marlboro Ultralights. <laughs> fucking sitting there like, yeah, yo, homie. Okay, yo, you got that shit. Like, that would be the best trick ever. That would be the best trick I've ever seen here. And he said that, and I was like, that shit, like, meant, like, there's no giving up. Yeah, going down with the ship. Like, Payless is here. I've seen four and one thirty alien workshop industry section four thousand times. This dude's a fucking legend in my eyes. I'm eighteen. He's probably like twenty six, twenty eight. You know, yeah. and I'm, like Frederico, who ended up making like the last Lakai video, was there filming on Super Eight. He fuck or sixteen. I swear to God, like this dude really may have like. A tape with, I can't say a land, but a lot of attempts. Super 8, RB filmed it, Zared was there, same day Zared did like switchback, nose grind, revert, Ooh. pass the stopper. I, I've seen him do that and I was like perplexed. I'm like, yeah, how do you 180 was, out of that? Same day. But yeah. dude, I, I had bashed my knee at the end of the pyramid ledge, cause kickflip front tail, <laughs> It's a, like when you do it down a hubba or you do it on a rail or on an outledge, like when you miss, that knee is like so prone to like 
bashing the corner of some shit. So I hit it. That's what I think of every time I every time I look at that spot. I see all the sharp edges at the end of it because it's got the the pyramid yeah, type I got, structure. I worked multiple times like years later on pyramid ledge and like you know there was a lot of me getting robbed and the street was closed down. Water Street was closed down for like a fair, but it was like an and one. Like yeah. Fucking and one like basketball nice. like shit right where you land into the street. <laughs> it was like. Some basketball shit. So all these, every all these basketball players are watching. It was a, it was a little crew. Like, dude, yeah, seriously, like Kalis was there. Uh, Frederico, when no, when he wasn't, he was just like Reda's little like Italian buddy that like had just showed them around with like Gino and Papalardo for like a skateboarder trip. So, Zared, uh, Zeb, Andrew McGraw, and dude, I slaved for that kickflip front tail. But I got it, and I remember it was like, that was like the base, that was like the cornerstone to like my vicious cycle part. What? That's sick. Crazy to think about. I didn't have, I didn't have any footage before that that was used. Like, everything I had before that was like, you know, like, I still think like probably like my, my style and my mind was underdeveloped, and that felt like my first like, okay, it's the big leagues. You know, I'd done it on Somerville Ledge, like kind of sketchy had got a sequence with ben colin and like that trick at the time was like my fucking trick too yeah. like front tail was like i was doing it all the time and like pretty much in my head was like this is it i'm going here to new york and i need to get busy with nbds yeah <laughs> sick though <laughs> and then there got that apartment like within like a month after that and i helped him move up there and then I kind of like let my shit in Boston lay and live in limbo. And I kind of told Eli's mom, was like, I think I'm going to move to New York. And I told my dad that and my parents were like, all right. And at the time I was still just landscaping for my dad. Nice. So I would like, instead of like landscape, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, like go back to Cape Cod from Boston Monday night. And then, uh, I would work like, yeah, I would work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then I would go back to Boston Wednesday afternoon after work and then come back Monday morning. So You were split, would, man, divided from working the city. But I just stretched that out with New York. So I would work like 10 days or two weeks and then spend a month in New York. 10 days, two weeks, spend a month in New York. Like Ooh. Zared would give me product to sell. I would go to Union Square like, and I was also, like, catching so much residual shit off everybody, like, boards for days, shoes for days, Union Square, Tompkins, $20 shoes, $20 board. Yeah. Nice. Max, that was just, like, Max Fish, like, underage drinking money. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, like, and then I knew, like, Zared, Zared was supposed to do, like, I think, like, a like a four-in-one thing, and at that point, like, it was still kind of, like, I feel like it would it was like, oh, cool to do like a four and one thing, but they were like well into like their fifties and like four and ones were like pretty icky. So yeah, it was like towards the that end. Dude just had so much shit, and when we were living there, like we got there, and I just started stacking clips like downtown New York, just like RB Doug Brown. We were just stacking like so within like by the time winter rolled around, like. December, January, when it was, like, that pure vicious cycle where it was, like, 
gets light at 7.38, gets dark at 4, 4.30. Like, we got in that rhythm of, like, there was no windows. So that's really where that whole vicious cycle thing came from at, like, 2002, 2003 winter. We moved it to New York, like, at daylight savings. Like, it feels dark as fuck, like, right when we moved to New York. So we were forced to, like, kind of... I mean, dude, we wouldn't get out early at all, ever. We would definitely skate a lot at night, but I never got night footage. And then those dudes would tour a lot, like Brian and Zared. So I had, I was like forced to just like sweep myself into the New York scene. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I like, Billy's not around, Brian's not around, Zared's not around. Like, you got to just go to Tompkins and... That's, you. That's where you end up. You're dude, like, yeah. Yo, I would just go to Tompkins straight up and just do kickflip front tails on the box and be like, oh, that's the kickflip front tail dude from Pyramid Head. Like, <laughs> kickflip front tail. Like, hey, at, yeah. least, at least you had a good kickflip front tail. That's a good thing to say, though. <laughs> yeah, especially at that time. It was like John Alley was like, and like, uh, <laughs> it, seriously, but like, he was doing them on handrails, but like, street wise, like, there was dudes tossing them around, but I really was like, I made a point to like go to New York and get shit that hadn't been done. Like, if it had been done, I wanted to do it in a line. Like, I I really was so attracted to flushing. Yeah. Like, that I was like, okay, like Gino's part or Keenan's part, Stephen Kalis, Nolly flipped the great. All right, so, and Keenan switched backside, flipped the grate. So those tricks had to be done in lines. Oh, that makes sense, yeah. You know, but, yeah. like, Gino really just, like, Dill had skated the pipe, like, the bigger grate at Flushing in Trilogy, and Gino had skated it, but I was like, yo, that shit was like, I was like, I want to go and get as many fucking tricks on that little flat gap, whatever shit, as I could. I just was, like, really hell-bent on, like, MBDs at Flushing and, like, that was just like I was so motivated, dude. I would take the fucking train out to Flushing by myself. Okay, <laughs> when I first lived in New York, I'd take the train out to Flushing by myself. People who know New York, when you're living in Lower Manhattan, it would be like Friday, March, like 45 degrees and sunny. Yeah, yeah. Guess what, dickhead? Go to Flushing Meadows. It's 38 and 20 degrees of wind. And you get out there and you're just like. Okay, like, I gotta just start doing tricks, like, and then you'd see, like, oh, shit, like, you'd be, like, looking down the path, like, oh, fuck, like, is that Rodney? And it'd be, like, it'd be Rodney, and be like, oh, oh, Rodney here, like, or, like, I just started clicking with bad kids that were just, like, Long Island kids that would be out there, like. Yeah, whoever's got the spark, dude, let's hang out, we'll fucking get so, a fire yeah, going. I, I spent, I would call it Flushing Fridays, dude, and I would oh, take sick. I would take the train out to Flushing on Friday, like, a lot, man, by myself. A lot of the times without a filmer, too, because, like, I felt like Tompkins was, like, not benefiting me the way that, like, Flushing did with, like, that height. The speed you had to skate for the great. The ground just alone. It just made your, like, flat ground game, like, kind of, like, manly. You yeah. know what I mean? You could go to Tompkins and, like, your flat ground game was, like, way more impressive if you just forced yourself abusively to go to flushing. <laughs> yeah. Like, like self-abuse, like, 
Like photosynthesis came out and I would abuse myself in the A&P parking lot after it was over because the A&P closed. So when I was like 17, 18 weeknights on Cape Cod, like photosynthesis was in full effect. Like so good. I would not let myself go home until I did 10 switch trays in a row. Fair enough. Back heels, like <laughs> miserable, like miserable, dude. Like, sweating t-shirt, like shirt off in December. Like, but like, Brian Wedding is like legit, like the best skateboarder at our age group at that time. And it was like, this is like the footprint of like how good he is and how what he did to get there. So, yeah, yeah, man, I'm fucking New York within like maybe less than a year. I was skating with Wedding a lot at ABC Ledges. Oh, those ledges are so good. What, let me ask you about adjusting from Cape Cod to New York, just living. Like, how was it? Does it feel switched on living in New York like, all the time? Did you ever get too exhausted of the city? No, 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 dude. I was 19. Yeah, yeah, true, true. I was like, Boston was so boring to me. Like, I remember, like, going to New York, getting, like, settling in in the zoo apartment. Zarin and I went downstairs, go get some pizza, waiting in line. I look over at this girl. She looks at me. I look at her. She looks at me. She smiles. I smile. I'm nice. Like, That's never happened in Boston. <laughs> True. <laughs> like, straight up, like that was like, and it was like a cute black girl with like curly hair, and I was like, that's like, that's not, you know. And then I just started like understanding like the way New York works with like men and women. It's like people are just down to just like. It was like, that's another thing was just like attracted me was just like the vibe, the energy was just like so much better than Boston, dude. I'm like, I'm sorry. Like I had to just go and it was like the perfect decision because it just like, it, it, it there was no way I was going to like kick around in Boston. Like it's funny because to me, like, I love this. I love cities, like, all of them, Boston, New York. Yeah. They're awesome, but I can only do it for so long, and then I have to get away. And that's just yeah. me being, like, overly empathetic oh, or I would something. Get, like, I'm, like, dude, exhausted. I would be on, oh, I, yeah, I would be on the Cape, like, <laughs> doing, like, my little 10-day, two-week work bender. And, like, just be, like, 10 o'clock at night. Like, dude, we could be skating. Then, like, going to the fish. Like, <laughs> Like, I felt like I was missing out. Like, I was like, dude, like, oh, these dudes are skating. And then I'd, like, get back and, like, Zared would always have, like, all his newest footage from, like, RB. I love I love when he come back and watch that shit. <laughs> so Zared always had the ill, like, yeah, this is, like, the trip on a VHS tape. And it would just be, like, RB would already have, like, songs. Like, it was just a timeline, you know, really, with songs. But it was just, like, what the f- the Fuck, spots, because he went everywhere, and the spots were so sick, and obviously his skating is fucking... He was on next level, you know, he's the, the one. Yeah. Zare's always killing it. I remember seeing Zare when he was, like, fucking 12 or whatever at Chatham, and he's doing yeah. the no-footer 360s over the spine. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. what the fuck is this? Even, even though, like, he was Mongo, and he, <laughs> did and he did bonelesses, and that shit, I was more like... Backside nose grind, revert the box. Like when we met, like that's where I was. Was like Mike York's part in Mouse, mm. and then um, like I met him, and all the like Hesher boarding house dudes were like, 
he's the golden child. And I'm like, yo, word, he's the golden child. I can tell because that kid just held a frontside 50-50 on a fucking quarter pipe for, or like a mini ramp for like 12 feet standing up and came back in and did like... Gnarly. He had like... I saw his tranny skills... So I, like, wasn't even going to, like, question, like, what that kid could do on a box or yeah. a rail. Yeah. I just thought, like, oh, there's, like, mad talent there. And then, like, to, like, moving to New York, like, dude, I saw it all. Yeah. Was mad shit, but I saw it all. It was fucked. That kid's that kid did some. That man did some fucked up shit on a skateboard. Still does. Yeah, yeah. And like that, those first couple months in New York, man, that was not a hard transition, dude. I was like, that was not because I had like the grace period of like weekends and summers in Boston to like warm me up to New York, dude. So I, by the time New York came, I was just like nineteen, just turned nineteen. Was like, dude, this is it. I'm out of school. I'm just here, and then probably within like nine months I fell into like getting a job doing like the uh, set building and like props and all that I still do that but I fell into that shit because of a dude that was like just came around filming us yeah and he uh, yeah he put me on with that like super quick dude I did I, within like yeah within less than a year I uh, I didn't even need to go back to Cape Cod to landscape or anything damn that's sick yeah it was it was dope dude so I was already like getting like 150 bucks a day 200 bucks a day to like build sets like when i was 19 yeah that's right but not all the time i started like slowly i was getting work like get like two three days a week and then i'd get like one day and then i'd be off for like two weeks so it was just enough for like to live with like no rent and uh yeah dude i did not i did not have any problem with the uh, transitioning at all. I was a pig in shit, dude. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Yeah, the thing about New York that's trip is people come from all over the world. It's like... It's, it's a lot to handle. It's so much, man. It's, a, it's yeah, amazing. I mean, still now, it's a, it's a lot to handle. I like... I live out in Bushwick. I like living out where where I live, you know? Yeah, because I feel like in the heart of the city or wherever, or any city, it's yeah. this constant change. The landscape's changing, people are changing, things are changing, like... Yeah, it's total, it's total garbage, man. I, uh, I went to Japan last year, and uh, people are like, oh, yeah, like Shibuya, Shinjuku, and Harajuku, all those, like, hot spots where it's, like, Times Square, like, Lower East Side-ish, like, neighborhoods of Tokyo, and then... Anytime I would get out of that, I, I would get like, I would be like, dude, how I feel like in the East Village now and downtown New York and Midtown, it's, I, dude, I get like, I don't get like anxiety attacks, but I get like, kind of like, I experience such good times yeah. downtown in lower Manhattan and the East Village and like Midtown way back then. I, like, go there now, and I'm just like, I just can't draw any inspiration to, like, skate down there. It's, like, super hard for me to even, like, if someone's, like, I, I probably skate lower Manhattan once a year. Yeah. Now, I have a car, and I'm, like. You did it. Like, you got I, your license. Yeah, I got my license, but nice. I'm about the outer borough skating in New York, dude. Like, so I've, like, transitioned to, like. Almost to a Cape Cod style of skating. That's funny. Like, That's ironic. Like back to no, dude. Back to like I seriously like now I skate like how like I skated with like 
Zared, this dude Phil Harwood, and this kid Brendan Pickett, and like us, like Cape Cod dudes that would go to Skater Island. We were like, dude, just spot hunting in yeah. Cape Cod. If you could spot hunt in Cape Cod, <laughs> like New York is a go. So this dude Dave Cato, who's probably my like number one go to, like he's guy so good, that. so good. Yeah, too. yeah, dude. So he's thirty nine years old. He's like, like uh, the the dude is better now at his age. Yeah, like a fine line at twenty four. Like, I'm not no no exaggeration. It's like it's like these guy Mariano. It's like these like people whine about thirty. I'm like, dude, wh- when you skate with someone who's like my older brother's age, basically, yeah, like he's like five years older than me. So, and we kind of have like a little pledge to like. Like, I fully, like, quit skate parks, and he did for a while, but... <laughs> That's a conscious it, decision to quit him? <laughs> came this. When I moved to New York City, Anthony, there was no skate parks. Chelsea, Tribeca, that were shitty, soaked, skate light, hot, like, you know, the hot skate park, skate light in the summer, it's like 90, it's all bright and like it's not fun and, and then like riverside which was full pads and then malali's oh. in the bronx which was a bmx park so it was like dude you just forced to skate street and Cato, when he first moved here the like dobbin street dudes in like brooklyn were like the og like out of town spot hunters other than like pulio straight up like those old dobbin videos like dude they were out there nice. so you know i was always kind of like letting people like take me to spots or like oh that's that where that is i kind of like let a spot blow up and then i try to go there like new york i wasn't ever into until the last couple years i was never really like a crazy like spot hunter like searching and then i just got the itch because i had a car so i felt this vibe like in the outer parts of new york like real new york where i feel like there's real people not like everyone from everywhere living in one neighborhood it's like oh this neighborhood's like straight all bangladeshian or like the old like coney island vibe of like this fucking super fat dude like stuffing his face on the boardwalk like <laughs> uh, going out and experiencing like way up in washington heights or inwood the top of manhattan the bronx like that more the farther I get away from like Midtown and Lower Manhattan, the more I feel like I'm experiencing New York. As it's like people are like, "Yo, New York's dead. New York's dying," and I'm like, "Yeah, like those, those these neighborhoods are like changing. Like they're not they're they're disappearing. Yeah, like I want to be in the outer boroughs and like, yo, some of that shit has a suburbia feel. Yeah. Like spot hunting out there can be like." A mix of urban and like, yo, you're in the beautiful neighborhoods in Brooklyn and Queens and the Bronx and Staten Island and fucking you find shit in like super residential, like beautiful neighborhoods. But uh, I am definitely on some like driving around in a car looking for shit and then or park the car in a neighborhood. Get out if we like if we can tell it's like a high like a zone with like, oh, dude, there's some shit, you know, like. Me, Dave Cato, and then uh, Tom Musso from Rhode Island. You know, Musso, what up, my dude? You know, dude, that dude is like, <laughs> he's been my go-to, like, just 
homie through work and like skating we've gone to columbia twice damn that's so sick like, yeah he's just like i don't even like i'm not like oh like he's a filmer i'm just like he's the man who films he's like Uso, he's, dude he's the man yeah he's yeah. the shit so him he's like pretty much like the crew that i roll with right now heavy is like kato tom muso taylor naraki and then and we like day play in people here and there but we try to keep it tight because I don't like putting three people in the back of my car. Yeah. So, Tom, Cato, Taylor, and if we do have like an out of town crew or we want to bring it to two cars, we will. If it's a special guest, they'll get, they'll get. I'm like, it's up to Tom and Taylor. They won't squeeze three in the back. It's not me. Like, I put it on them like the bad guy. Like, I'm like, yo, it's my car. Like, you can roll, but it's up to them. They want to, like, have someone sit bitch. Like, it's got to be a group like, decision, dude, man. You like that. It's like, it's like that Gershon was talking about, like, George Powell in his interview on Nine Club. He's like, yeah, it was like, George Powell said I was kicked off, but it was kind of like up to Mike V. I was like, yeah, it's kind of like how I play my car. Like, like, yo, it's like, yeah. So it's, it's fun. And it's like, it's, it's good. Cause it keeps us all like on a regimen and like, we don't give a fuck if it's VX, iPhone, HPX, HD. Yeah, like, yeah. it, like it, it doesn't really, um, I like this. Yeah. It doesn't really. Yeah. So, we just drive around and just, like, kind of look for shit. So I'm feeding my dogs. Do it, do it. What kind of dogs, by the way? Uh, I got a wire hair terrier. Uh, her name's Lola. She's just, like, kind of, like, muddy. Lola. Lola. Yeah. Right? Yeah, hell yeah. What up, Lola? Yeah, yeah Lola. And then uh, Cece. Cece's right here. What a she's season. a cat of a little leopard dog. One, dude, one of her eyes is a different color than the other yeah, one? Yeah, she's got a blue eye. Crazy. And then Lola's just like a little hairy monster. But I'm like out of dog food and the pet store closes at 7. Here, let and, me... Let, but no, it's all good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make some Japanese rice. Let me, they love eating rice. Let me tell you a story about a dog today because I have two dogs as well. Yeah. I have Elwood the Great who's Still like a, have Elwood. Yeah, he's crushing and then I have Emma. Emma is like she's a mix, but she looks like a boxer um terrier mix or something like that. But uh she had this thing on her above her eye. It just started swelling the other on oh, Sunday. Shit. Dude, a big bubble and it got like she looked like she was growing a horn. You ever seen the movie uh, Little Monsters? Yes, yes. Yeah. Savage, yeah. Yeah, and the dude grows a horn. Like she had this and it was like gnarly. So I had to take her to the Sunday we took her to the emergency room and they said it's an abscess and that gave her some drugs or whatever to bring it down. Then today it was just like not looking good and it just did. Oh. So I just took her to the actual vet today and they popped it. It was fucking brutal. So much pus oh, came out of there. Yeah, dude. I know my girl's dog before he passed, he had one of those. Not really. oh, it's pets are like, well, pets are family, but dude, it hurts you, man. It really... It like it's upsetting when you're when your animal yeah. is fucked up like that. But yeah, I'm feeding them. But I got some Japanese rice. I'm gonna. They like having a little rice here. That's I, right. I have this. This is my my brand Nashiki Nashiki rice, dude. Solid. My wife is from Japan. She moved to America when she was like ten. Beautiful. There but, you go. Uh, she's got. She knows all the tricks to everything. So we got a little Japanese rice cooker. 
and Lola's pigging out. I ordered dog food today, but let's not let's not get too uh, off topic. Because <laughs> you know, uh, you got two dogs, so we could just blabber about dogs. Well, my my lady cooks all of their food. They get like better meals than me half the time, dude. It's insane. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, they yeah. Oh man, they're. Yeah, so fucking Emma, basically, they pop her eye, and then now I just gotta watch it. I gotta make sure it stays clean, and I gotta, like, put a hot compress on it three times a day. Yeah. And, like, so she's doing a lot better now, but she had a rough fucking day today, for sure. To say the least. Oh, shit. That's it. I've been doing the same thing. I've been doing, like, we throw a bunch of people in a car, and we'll go find a city, and just, like, we've been going to Worcester a lot lately, just scouting. Yeah, 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 dude. Worcester, and, like... Yo, I heard, yeah, what, like, the the way that skating by car with four people, you get so much more done. Yeah, it's nice. Then, like, mobbing out, like, like, oh, where are you guys going? Oh, you going to Blubba? Oh, word, I'll meet you there. Then it's, like, eight deep, and then it's, like, three o'clock, and people are like, yo, I'm over, I'm gonna go drink beer. And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> like, I've been there, I've done that. I don't drink anymore. I haven't drank in six years. What was the point where you decided to stop drinking, then? Uh, I was just, dude, I was getting sick, like, fucking, I was, I was, felt like I was probably gonna end up having, like, a, uh, ulcerative colitis, like, Crohn's disease situation. Gnarly. Yeah, where I was, like, kinda just, that was my wake-up call, and then, like, Zared had quit drinking, Zeb and Eli both weren't drinking in, like, 2012, so, dude, it just was like, oh, shit, they're not, and then I was like, oh, I'll do a week, and I was like, oh, I'll do two weeks, I'll do a month, and then I did, like, a month and a half, and I drank, and I, like, fucking had, like, a couple beers, a couple shots, and I, like, lost my balance and was like, yeah, I'm, I, I'm not into that. I want to be in control of my body. Yeah. And I'm totally just like, yeah, I'm just not into it, and it was pretty easy because, like, Zarin and Eli weren't doing it, and we were skating a bunch together, so... I, uh, yeah, it, it wasn't that hard, and now I'm just, like, yeah, sober, or whatever, dry, I'm not, like, fucking, I'm not, I smoke weed, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's good, like, just having, like, a tight crew in the car in New York, like, people, like, you don't need a car, but, like, you really, your spot game, like, my next video part, I have, like, so much pride in my spots right now. Hell yeah. I'm like fucking not like I'm not like I'm like yo I I found that or whatever but some shit I'm like yo like I found that like that's mine like and I understand why Julio is the way he is and I understand why Jerry Mraz is the way he is and like I understand like these crazy dudes that are like oh like there's shit like I I'm like oh I want to post that in my story and I'm like I can't. Cause it's just where's that? Where's that? Where's that? <laughs> no, dude. Like, leave me the fuck I'll, alone, dude, bro. I post, dude, I posted tricks, and I'm like, dude, I look for shitty spots. Your whole job becomes you just a customer service rep on social media for where to get a spot. You're like, oh. no, dude. I like, I know, like now, like I just like, yeah, I shit can't even touch the gram till like this has to wait. This video part has to come out because. Like, there's no way that, like, I can even leak this spot, because it's going to, one, if someone does know where it is, people are just going to start talking about, oh, like, Lou went there, oh, that shit's over here. Yeah. So, I'm already like, nah, like, I'll, like, let people see a trick here and there, but right now, in the last, like, 
I would say a year and a half, I've definitely been on some like Cato and myself have just really put it down like yeah, let's go to this zone and get lost and I'm hoping that we're going to find some shit. Yeah, that's sick. I love that. That might be my favorite thing. That's like what I was telling me and Tremble used to do. We just, at night, it would be like four in the morning, and we're just yeah. in a van lurking around all these industrial zones and weird spots. Like, after a while, Tremble was so good at it, he navigated... Oh, yeah, you, you sniff it. You're like, yeah, he navigated you're, us across the country. You feel the architecture. <laughs> and you, like, know the similarities, and you're like... like I'm like, I'll be in Massachusetts, and you just know to look <laughs> behind a grocery store. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> like, or like a shopping plaza, or like, you know, an industrial park. Like, you just know those, like, New England, like, that's a school. Yeah. Like, you know, like... You get a feeling. I, I went in this winter, me and Zared and Dana Erickson, we were, like, looking at all these childhood spots on the Cape, and I was like, yo, like, <laughs> there's some shit. Zared's like, yeah, no shit, I came back, my DBS part crushed it here. I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I had, like, forgot he had already, like, done his DBS part and, like, murdered mad shit on Cape Cod. That's so sick. <laughs> Damn, dude. But, uh, yeah, spot hunting, wherever, like, it's just New York, New Jersey, Bronx, Yonkers, like, yeah, there's shit that people, that's there, that, like, people just stop skating. Because it's, like, not hot anymore, like, oh, these dudes aren't skating it, or, like, you know, so, and then, like, a spot gets hot again, and then people skate, it gets kicked out, even if it's something out in the cut, like... But New York's so big, dude. I love, like, I feel like I love my, one of the best feelings I have in New York City is when I'm in a neighborhood or I'm in a zone and I'm like, I've never been here. Like this, and then my memory is like, dude, 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 it's pretty good. Like, short term's a little out of whack from smoking weed, you know? <laughs> Fair enough. But, like, but, I mean, I remember a lot of shit. Like, I mean, you're like, oh, shit. I'm like, yeah, dude, like, fucking Tampa Am, fucking Filmer Bob, fucking Split Clothing. like Yeah, hell yeah. Rodney Jones, like, shit. Like, I remember a lot of crazy shit. Like, Skater Island, like, ugh, these people. Like, so, New York skating, I can be like, yo, I went to this spot in fucking, when I was filming for Vicious Cycle. Like, huh? Like, I found a spot again, not found it, but just, like, started skating it again out in, like, way out in Queens, and we, like, ripped the handrails out of it and, like, made it, like, more of, like, a manual pad, but... That's sick. I just, like, I go back, I revisit spots, I like to, like, I like to just, go, sorry, I'm texting my, texting my... I can still right hear now. you. Yeah, I do that too. I love fucking spot hunting. I've been doing a lot with like uh, our skate team now. It's sick. You know what stokes me out is that you guys have a good crew and you have a car and you guys are doing that. It's because vi full video parts are my favorite fucking thing. And like those yeah. those things are in jeopardy if people like that love them don't film them. You know, like yeah. I mean, it's not like it's a, a part of the thing. I'm the the project I'm working on right now isn't like a part of a video for a company. You know? Yeah. It's like, I'm filming a part for myself. It'll be like, it'll be in, in associated with my brand, but it won't be like, I'll have like, the rest of the, the squad of kids that I hook up, or guys that I hook up, like having parts in it. But, uh, 
I probably been filming for like since the last video part I had, which was for like a, the, my company Iron Claw Skates. We put out a video. It's not not a video because it was like twelve <laughs> minutes, and that came out in December seventeen. And since like that summer seventeen, I've been filming for this like part. So now, like, uh, just about over a year, I want to keep going until springtime, but I'm, like, shh, loving, like, I don't have anything, uh, footage outside of New York. That's crazy. That's and awesome. All my other video parts is, like, a little my, uh, Miami trick, Miami trick, like, Baltimore footage, like, Montreal footage, Columbia, like. This shit, and it's not even on purpose. It's like uh, becoming like a whole New York part. Yeah, that's wild. So I'm pretty stoked, but uh, yeah, it's like I found uh, I found um, these campuses that aren't skate campuses at uh, Marshalls on the Cape. Nice. And uh, they're purple, and I got obsessed with them, and I uh. bought like <laughs> four pairs. Wait, this is the... Are you going to go into why you do... I've seen some stuff online about purple shoes, right? Purple shoe? Yeah, this is where I'm <laughs> leaning into the purple shoe. Nice. I forgot about that. I I mean, I knew it, but I'm glad you... Well, gr- that's because... This is the thing, Anthony, is it's... It's a... It's a... I'm, like, giving it really slow hype to the point where it's going to be... Uh, like, I'm working on it to the point where it's not like I'm going to pitch it to Adidas ever. Yeah. No. There's no pitching it to Adidas. Like, hey, like, I'm an artist and, like, you guys may or may not have heard of me and I really love, like, these non-skate campus 2.0s and, like, I'm going to film, uh, I'm going to film a video part for you guys and, 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 uh, uh, like, do an art show, like, I'm not, but that's what I'm doing. <laughs> I've got, I've had, I have set, I've, I've gone through, like, four or five, and I have, I think I have seven pairs of that same exact purple campus. Is it that good? You really enjoy it? Dude, it's like, because this is what happened with me. Nike took out the heel cup in the blazer, and they put in, like, a mushy, shitty, mushy, terrible heel cup and they like slimmed down all the blazers so i would skate blazers like they had a rigid like stiff like hard plastic heel cup and i've gained weight over the years and fluctuated so i've been like from like 175 to like 225 dude over so it's a really stable shoe the nike blazer and then i noticed it just was flopping out so i started trying other shoes like jordan sal the Sal S re-releases, and then I was just on Cape Cod for 4th of July, and I was like, whoa, dude, like, these are ill, like, I like these, there's tons of them on sale, can I get a price check? She's like, these are 20, I'm like, 20? Like, nice. What? <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna buy two, so I bought two. I go back to New York, and New York in, like, 2018 isn't, like, a sneaker, like, yo, where'd you get those? Like, that shit doesn't happen anymore. It's the internet, like, sneakers aren't what they were in 2002, 2003, like, yo, those are those rare, like, Futura dunks or whatever. Now it's like, whatever. 
But people were like stopping me, like, "Where did you get those?" What? <laughs> like, is because the purple? You think they're just like it's, I the, it's this like crazy like color purple? So I'm skating at that flat ground spot with the white steps in Brooklyn, Borough Hall. It's like a kind of like Euro Plaza. It's like really popular right now. So last summer I'm skating there. It's like I got I got back from the Cape and like worked a couple days, and I'm just like cruising. So it's like mid July last year, and I'm wearing them first day out, like. I'm on, like, my fourth compliment of the day. Nice. And it's just rare. Feeling good, feeling good, dude. So I'm feeling good. And then this dude rolls up to me. He's like, yo. He's screaming across Bar Hall. Yo, where'd you get those? Like, 50, 60-year-old black dude. I'm like, dude, dude, fucking Cape Cod at a fucking, they had him at a fucking Marshalls, dude. Like, people are like, What? Oh man, like yo, the dude kept calling himself a sneaker avocado. What? I uh, see me? I'm a sneaker avocado, man. <laughs> see? All day, baby. I love sneakers, man. I'm a sneaker avocado and I ain't never seen them shits. And I'm like, nah, dude. People are bugging out. So I'm skating at Bar Hall, first day skating at him, I was just like, kinda on fire. Nice. And I was like, dude, the heel cup in campus 2.0s. Which is a rare Adidas original that they put out is like, dude, it's so fucking thick. Nice. So I felt like I was really stable in the shoe, and the shoe is the same as like a Nike Blazer, but just a low cut, like that same, that same look to it. So I was like, oh shit, like I'm gonna go, uh, I'm going back to the Cape. In a few weeks, I'm going to go back and buy more. Look for purple shoes. Yeah, so I went back and was like, all right, shit. No one's buying these because no one on Cape Cod has any fucking style. Fair so enough. I'm like, sick. <laughs> Got two more pairs, 20 bucks, boom. Then that's when I was like, all right, so the video part's going to like, this is a full thing. I'm going to film a whole part in this shoe. Purple Shoe Lou. <laughs> I love purple shoe blue video part in like I then I'm like dude I've stacked like a minute of footage in a month this is like feeling pretty good right now like let me get on eBay so I go on eBay and I'm like buying them up and finding them on like Google shopping and shit so I think I bought like two two pairs and then I found another two pairs and it was on this website adidas.uk.com so I was like eh, it looks a little weird but they got them so I bought them and then I instantaneously saw my bank statement it was like Shenzhen Zhao like <laughs> gotcha <laughs> I got got so I was like fuck it so I was like I talked to mad like sneaker people I know and they were like yo just chill out like you actually may get them like I uh. They're, they may be fake, they may be real, but, like, just wait it out. So I waited and waited. I waited, like, dude, I waited, like, 60 days where I was like, dude, reporting this as fraud in my bank is going to be annoying now. So I called up my bank and was like, yeah, I ordered these shoes, blah, blah, blah. I was going to wait. People told me to wait. They haven't shown up. It's like, shit, dude. They were like, all right, we'll get the reimbursement going. Shit you not, dude. Maybe three months later, two pairs of fucking Yeezys showed up. <laughs> Not what you ordered. 
How do they skate? How do they skate? Well, I've got, like, eBay alerts set up. So when any of, like, these trigger words show up, like, purple, campus, 2.0, night flash, like, they, I just get, I just get notifications. So I just buy them up. So I, I have, like, I'm, this pair I'm skating right now, probably got another month in them. And then I got two more pairs. I get, like, two, two and a half months out of a pair. So I figured I can get through the win- fall and winter. And by spring, I'll have, like, a really good... I already got three minutes right now, and I'm just now taking tricks out and replacing them with better ones. But all, so, in, all in purple. Filled all with a purple Adidas, edited like an Adidas edit. Like, dude, <laughs> like I picked a song. Yo, bro, I did have, like, Dana Erickson did the CGI intro. Like, dude, this looks like an Adidas edit. Like... I have, like, the sneaker, like, the three stripes turning into, like, I-C-S, like... Wow. <laughs> dude, it looks like people are like, wow, this really looks like an Adidas edit. And I'm like, yeah, no shit. Like, so I'm either <laughs> hoping I get a cease and desist <laughs> this video part. But regardless, I'm going to premiere it with an art show with all... Like, I've been doing sneaker art for, like, over ten years. Like, footprint paintings to, like, casting sneakers and, like... Now I'm going to do an art show based around this purple shoe, this purple Adidas campus, but, like, I'm going to have, like, a, a installation, like, sneaker pile of all the cast ones. I got a pair. I, like, uh, electroplated bronzed, electroplated gold, electroplated silver, like, and then I have, like, a huge footprint painting. I have watercolors. All the photos of the skate photographers that shot me over the last, like, year and a half, whether I was painted purple or photos, like, wearing the purple Adidases. And then, um, so I have, like, a lot of artwork already based around this sneaker. And then the photographers and then my friend Phil Rodriguez, who's, like, deconstructing Nikes and then rebuilding dunks with different material. He's going to do like a custom purple shoe for me as he's an artist. And then I'm going to get Zarin involved with his paper skaters. And like, so the whole thing is going to be like, instead of being a solo art show myself, a group art show with my people doing work to like, kind of like, you know, not like, I'm not going to roll up to someone who's like, you know, their art would never transcend with, like, something of sneaker and skate culture. Like, hey, can you do this with, like, this? Like, no, it's like, my boy Phil's working with sneakers, Zared's a photographer, he can do some, like, his work with what I'm doing, so uh, I'll have a video premiere and an art show the same night. Damn, that's gonna be sick. But, they're both the juxtaposition between the two of them is coinciding perfectly. Like you have like, you filmed the whole video part in one sneaker and then had an art show based around that sneaker of a shoe you found in your hometown for 20 bucks that reinvigorated (laughs) your entire outlook on skate shoes. That's crazy, man. Have you just, have you, you should have just kept trying shoes. It'd probably be easier than just tracking down purple ones. Or do you ever get sick of purple? I've got, I've got like red campuses. Like I got other ones, like, but, uh, it's a hard shoe to track down. I've seen a fucking photo of Gons wearing them one time (laughs) and I've seen them only one other time in the wild. That's crazy. And it was like a, like a fat raver dude that looked like, 
He was like kind of like a fat raver dude that looked like he like filmed porn in like 2000. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, and he had purple hair, and I was like, dude, what? I've never seen him in the wild. And, and I was like, he was like, what do you do, dude? Chill out, man, chill out. And I was like, those are fucking crazy. So we were just like. I was just bugging out on this dude, and he just couldn't believe. It. This is like a week ago, so let me say, uh, let me say, this whole thing is—it's strange, it's fucking weird and very unique and very specific, but it's awesome. It's fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, but that, like I am so psyched on this shoe and the way it feels and the way it skates, and like I know that Adidas does good shit for skating, but like I'm not like asking for adidas skate shoes like yeah. and i talked to nestor judkins about it and other dudes on adidas and they're like yay we can't skate that shoe like <laughs> i used to that shoe's ill i know that that campus too is sick like they're not yeah, making we're it. not allowed to skate it yeah. i was like uh and then like you know like people in new york know me as an artist that skateboards or a skateboarder that makes art and uh, uh, I've never once been approached by these Adidas. Well, they've done like probably like close to ten Adidas art show showcases in New York. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like where I've had been in group shows shown with these dudes or whatever. But like and like people, I'm like, I've never heard of you, and you don't even skate. Why are you in an Adidas skateboard art show? Like so, like you know, it's like. Uh, whoever, you know, who I, I know who curates it, and I'm never going to approach him on some, like, hey, let me get down. Like, never. Like, I'm never going to ask, like, Adidas to be like, yeah. do you guys want to help out with this? I've got this project. Like, no, I, I honestly want them to be like, take that video off the internet right now <laughs> and switch that intro out, and you can put, in, you can put it back up. Because, like, I fully have an Adidas shoe turning into, like, my the name of my brand so <laughs> like i want it like i want this like you know like they'll collab with like welcome or all timers like i'm going circumventing that entire process and just Doing collabing it. with adidas <laughs> without their consent <laughs> well it's, it, it's, it, you're, it's you're, gonna be interesting everyone calls me crazy but i'm doing it <laughs> Interesting, interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I'll move on to the next, dude. Like, after that, like, who knows, dude? I can find, like... I. That's when it's, like... That's when it's going to be back to what you were saying. Like, don't you just want to, like, try something else? It's like, yeah, I'm going to fucking go around and skate some other random shit after that. Well, that's... There lies the beauty. As long as you don't feel boxed in by Purple Shoe Lou, and you can no, destroy it. No, 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 because they're not making that style of campus in that color again and i can't skate regular campuses and uh i already have an idea for another nice <laughs> so no I, and i've already <laughs> talked with like this skate website in new york uh called village psychic oh yeah and i'm gonna do it with them because i did like the uh, d3 wear test and the jason dill wear test and uh, we're gonna try to get a uh 
like an old uh, 99, 2000, like that era of Adidas skate shoes and do a wear test with those. Sick. So it's like, it's not, dude, it's not like I'm trying to like be a dick. It's just like, I like your shoes. I just don't like your skate shoes. Yeah. So, and then we're going to do a little wear test with their like old funky ass skate shoes. <laughs> nice. And nice. it's like, skating is very political. Like I could never do this with like, like I know Costa from Quarter Snacks. I could never do like, Hey, could like I do my purple shoe Lou in conjunction with Quarter Snacks? No, he's affiliated with Nike. Like, oh, like let me run it with this website. Like, no, they're affiliated with Adidas or Nike or Converse. Like, it's the political level of that skating. Like, I don't want to fucking get involved with a skate website that could get hurt. Yeah. But you know, Village Psychic, they're like in sort of cahoots with DC and like Trans World. But it's like my boys in New York doing a website that I think right now is still in its age of innocence before like, you know, Jankum and Quartersnacks are so big now and you can see how like material that, you know, they have to work around. Like, let's show the Nike thing and we'll work with the Converse thing where like, that's not like Village Psychic hasn't been like tainted by like outside the, the, no, the big three. Or the big two, Nike and Adidas, like, uh, they haven't been courted yet, you know? Like, DC has, like, locked, that, like, Dime is chilling with DC, you know what I mean? Where, like, they were working with Vans. Like, I feel like every, like, Bronze works with Huff shoes and, like, you know, the way the collabos go? Like, yeah. I've never been offered one. I never will be, so I'll just go ahead and just go do it myself with some shit that I like. And if it pans out, like... Oh, dude, like, Lou's crazy. Like, yeah, we'll give you some shoes. I'll be like, can I, I really don't want Adidas skate shoes. Could someone at Adidas just give me campus twos? Like, that's all I want. Like, and purple. I don't want, like, I bought blazers. Like, I don't want free dunks. I don't want free Converse. Like, I'll buy Nike blazers. Like, I'm like that with sneakers. Like, so if I find something in, like, the next year after these Adidases that I'm really into, like... Cool, but right now I'm I'm really feeling like going off on a Stan Smith thing because I found some in orange. So I might do like after this, like go off and just skate only orange sneakers. But I could play it out after this and just stop. And I, I just feel like if I'm doing a part by myself, it's nice to like we're in the era of like the themed part, like the fucking Taylor Naraki Monument part, the Jacopo part in Milan, like Bobby Warrist at Pulaski, like theming your part around something is like why not, it's like this is now when you do it, like you couldn't do this shit years ago. That's like, what I was going to say were... nowadays it's the Wild West, everyone has a camera so you can create whatever content, however whether you're talking oh, about skateboarding I, like we are, also, or videos. A, yeah, I don't give a shit, I have like VX1, VX21, iPhone 7, like, all this, I'm just, like, putting it all together, like, <laughs> I just feel like I don't want to be restricted if I'm popping off, and it's like, hey, all we got's an iPhone, I'm like, cool, get long lens, the man in films, Tom Musso is the illest dude out with the iPhone, that dude can capture shit so good, like, yeah, hell yeah. I don't even like. Oh, you got a you got a HPX. Uh, all right. Like, I'd rather not have it too HD because, like, sometimes if I don't have too much VX shit, but VX and iPhone, iPhone fisheye, I don't fuck with. 
But I like VX and long lens iPhone. Like, yeah, long lens iPhone. I is really awesome. like long lens a lot more than fisheye lately. Yeah, hell yeah. So that's been a lot of like long lens, like searching for shit hard and just like gonna do this like Adidas art show video part, you know, for myself. That's sick. It's crazy. Uh, it's cool that you have that shit going on. It's awesome, man. It's fucking yeah, sick. It's, it's been fun, man. I'm, like, stoked on what I got so far, and winter's coming, so I'm going to have a lot of time to, like, one, skate, because I like skating in the cold more than the heat, and work on my art and, like, like really, like, polish off this video part. Yeah. Do you have a... Rock ball and all that. Like, uh, do you have your case of front tail fakie? You know how you said you had that for yeah, this cycle? Yeah, I got one in the line. Nice. I got one in the line, like, in, like, September or October, like... This spot I skated all winter long, these, like, white ledges in a basketball court. Uh, first day I went there, I filmed the line. I was sick. like, that's it, cool, got it. Don't, Sometimes don't. it works like that. Well, because I like to, and now I'm, like, into, like, I like bringing back and recycling some old, like, ledge techery tricks, too. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah, so. dude. I'm working on a part two. I've been working on one as well. We're going to put out our third full-length video for all I need. Um, yeah, yeah. It's coming, and like I got a bunch of dudes that are killing it. We just load up the cars and fucking charge, and just every weekend it's been heavy. Sick. Yeah, the um, the video part it just makes you feel good about yourself, and then you know, like I feel like it doesn't make me like I'm not like when I was when I was like 24. Like, yo, I just filmed the video part. I'm gonna chill. Like, I'm like, I just filmed the video part. I'm like, I'm psyched. Like, I'm gonna keep going. Like. If you lose steam, like, I can't, after I, like, sobered up, like, I, I've just been trying to, like, not lose steam, like, yeah. like, one, two, three, four, five, like, five video parts in almost, like, five, five years, you know what I mean? Five, six years, I did five video parts, like. Fuck yeah, that's did, sick to I, say. I, our first Iron Claw video was like a fake four one one. We called it. We call it a four one one. And then I remember I Orchard video, Lurkers three, Prize Fighter, and then the last uh, Iron Claw video. So I just like having like you know it's almost trying to average like one a year. I think this one will be like my tenth video part. Damn, that's sick. It's like official like video part that I was like I will call this video part this is I am happy with this like I'm happy with this right here but yeah. I really want to make this one like I don't know dude like 30 34 going to be 35 soon like go for it bro just just making it like where I'm like really really happy with it yeah that's sick yeah by then you should know what you want to skate and how you want to skate and like have an idea and go for it. It's nice to have, have a, a car, have an idea, and be yeah. with a tight ass crew. Yeah, it's nice. We it, call ourselves the. Uh, there's a restaurant in Brooklyn called Rollin' Roasters. Nice. It's like a shitty like fast food spot, but we call ourselves the Rolling Roasters because we just roll around just <laughs> roasting shit. Like yo, <laughs> yo, that spot's whack. Oh, dude, look at that shit. Oh man. So we're still like we all have this like old nineties like kind of mindset of like how skaters were just kind of like outsiders and made fun of shit yeah you know and like it's just like it's a it's a good thing like Cato and myself like Zared comes out once in a while but I think like 
<laughs> our spot hunting missions, I gotta drive him nuts. <laughs> nice. Like, he's so good, he can just be taken to the best shit, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, like, uh, yeah, like, it's like, uh, people who are tolerable to drive around and, like, search, and you have to be able to, like, roast each other and roast the spot, and if you see a skater who's blowing it, roast them, like, <laughs> and just, like, yeah, just have fun, talk shit, ride around and get it done. Yeah, beautiful. And we have been, dude, we've really been, like, getting it done with, like, with, uh, with, uh, which is, like, yeah, it's it's like a it's an odd crew because we're not connected by any brand or anything. You know what I mean? Like Tom, Taylor, Naraki, and Kato. Like they, Taylor used to skate for Politic. Like Kato and I sort of like skated for Prize Fighter Wheels. I don't think Ray's really doing that anymore. So like we're just like a yeah we we would we really would love to do a video of just our click. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's, like, something when we're all, like, Taylor's done with his theories part and, like, Cato's done with his politic part and, like, Tom and all of us, like, really just, like, formulate, like, I think we should make, like, a video together. So, and I've, I I want to do a video part with Dave Cato, like, some way, whether it's a video together but uh, or sharing a part, but um, that's in the future and this is what's happening now, so... Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, life I, is good, and I th- um, what I'm crazy. What's crazy about doing the videos is like having the timeline to be able to see the hours, you know, and like remember uh, it all. It's all like memories to me. I, I film like oh, vlogs. Yeah. I film like skate vlogs weekly on our yeah. sessions, like, and uh, I film I, I film long lens. I got a GoPro with a Karma Grip handle, so I got the stabilizer yeah. and I can get close. And then we always have a VX and an HD camera, yeah. and like, it's fucking sick, man. It really is, man. It's it's good to have, like, I'm not, like, core VX, dude. I'm not core HD, and, like, I like a VX part. I like a HD part. I like a fucking crazy GoPro. I like an iPhone angle. I am not, like, I. and when I see a video part when I'm like, yo, this dude's got good style, and I can tell, like, he's got multiple different cameras filming it. Like, I'm not judging him. Yeah. Like, he, he's got... He's got good footage. This is a good song. It's edited well. Okay, some of the formats aren't lining up. Am I going to nitpick that? No. Is there a lot of people out there that will? Yeah. So I'm just like at a point where I'm like, if if that camera's there and shit's working out, like, break it out, dude. Back it. I, and then, like, you know, like, a lot of people say this, the iPhone makes you feel very, like, guilt, filmer guilt is, like, lifted, you know? Like, I've always suffered from filmer guilt. Like, sorry, dude. Sorry, dude. Like, oh, man, I'm sorry it's taking forever. Because I'll go to the wheels fall off. Like, a lot of tricks I've done are, like, yeah, two-hour battles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For, for some fucking shit, like, shitty trick into, like, a horrible bang. <laughs> <laughs> You're like that could have been on the iPhone. <laughs> and now it's like I, I love it. You know, there's no like, film. Some, but there's some. But yeah, but there's some people who are like, no, dude, like I'll I'll break out the VX for this or whatever. So, but if someone's got it there, I'm like, yeah, you should. Uh, you have the VX. B- bring it out. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get that guy over there filming long lens. You know. Yeah. 
So that's just fun, and everyone's like that now. And I think it made it makes skating less of like he's the filmer, and I don't like that like that that put on to someone now in 2018. You know what I mean? I don't think it's like. I think everyone should be filming. Like, I'll get out and I'll, oh, all right, shit, let's do it. Like, I think everyone yeah. is a filmer. Everyone should be a skater. Like, you think about all that shit, like Jamie Thomas and like Brad Johnson. Like, pff, dude, these dudes were skating. Like, there's other dudes. Like, you, I mean, fuck, you're, man. You're gonna miss so and much if you're you're gonna miss so much skating if you just wait for the the VX or whatever. Because to me, I, I'm always like, all these warm ups are gold. These sessions are gold. Like. I know, yeah. like, to me, just to document the day and, like, because I have a YouTube yeah. channel, so I just go and put up the day, and it's, like, seriously, I go back and scan memories. It's, like, uh-huh. it's hard not it's hard not to be grateful when you're, like, damn, I've had so many good sessions just yeah. lurking wherever, you know, like, yeah, and yeah, we've still yeah. been saving for our parts, too, which is tight, so we break out the VX, and, like... When, and you know what to filter out to the internet, and you know what to hold. Yeah, and yeah. when you hold on to something... And you're like, okay, I got something better. Time to release it. And you can release it. And people are like, yo, what? And you're like, you don't even know what I got. <laughs> it's like, it makes you feel good because people are like, you're getting feedback before your shit's dropping on stuff where people are like, yo, that's gnarly. And I'm like, well, guess what? I got a better one. Hell yeah. <laughs> but that's what's fun to me now is like editing this part over like the last like, you know, six or eight months and like, chipping away and doing it slowly i like editing i've edited one of my parts and been involved with like all of them like okay 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 but now i'm doing this one on my own and uh i'm gonna let people see it who i trust like i'll let tom see it and be like yo honest fucking opinion yeah yeah don't that you tell me everything you know what i mean and if you want to take it and do some work with it, I'll pay you if you want to chip away at it and polish it up nicely. Yeah. Like, I'll do that with Tom, but nobody else. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not going to be like, hey, RB, or hey, Sam Salganek, or dudes like, here, take my, look at my part. And if you, like, no, Tom is, like, my guy right now because I like his editing, and I want it just skating, simplicity and skating and skating. is like I don't like filler shit i just want skating i don't care to like see like some old vhs clip like in the middle of a part of a guy talking about a rocket like bronze did it the bronze dudes did it it's their thing it's dead it's over just let's get back to skateboard that's what i liked about vicious cycle yeah dude but think about that how how much antics were in it harold that's it and it was awesome. And it was probably Harold's best fucking part. Yeah, hell yeah. You know what I mean? I don't like... I'm, I'm sick of filler. I'm sick of skits. Like, unless you're like Spike Jones or like Colin Reed. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm, I'm just done. Like, I'm, I'm just... I want to see a skateboard video right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, that, but I, That's what I like right now. So, you know, it's cool to theme out your video to have some shit. I just didn't have... I didn't like formulate that from my... For, like, our last video, I was just like, I just want this shit to be fucking start gnarly and just end, like, gnarly. And no, yeah, it's gotta be a Skate, skate, skate. Quick it, edit, quick cuts, like, no slow-mos, like, yeah. that. 
You got to, ex- yeah, I love it, dude. I love video parts because it's nice to work on a project, especially when you are making a whole video, you're working with other people and everyone's bringing forth a video part that they're yeah. like proud of. And to like do that collaboration together and put that out there is such a fucking sick and thing. That everyone's sh- feeling good about everyone else's footage before it's released too. Like, yeah. Yo, alright, alright, you know, it's it's tough because there's always going to be people like, yo, I hate my part, no, it's like, dude, videos always cause drama, dude, I, <laughs> I don't know how friendly everyone, has, all I need is, but I've definitely, like, had, like, little petty arguments over, like, video parts with, like, people, and it's just like, dude, no. you, you can't pick a song to save your life, so... <laughs> Fair enough. No, like ours, we just like, usually for the first two, we just filmed the majority with Dan McGrath, and I gave him the footage, and we all just trusted Dan, because Dan crushes it. That's so nice when that can happen. Yeah, it's beautiful, right? That's the best, dude. And when everyone's happy, like, that's why Tom was great. That's like, back then, like, you know, like, with RB, like, you know, he definitely put a lot of work in with Zared and like Brian's part, and didn't edit i feel as heavily as he could have with other parts but like i'd still look back at vicious psycho and love it because just like dude it was just a skate video and it was all of us dude yeah and i still like look at that as like one of my like favorite like just like a skate video and like i've been involved with other projects that have like skits and like i'll never be like oh like that was my favorite skit yeah yeah you know, like... Escape video, though. Been, like, Colin Reed and Spike, like, I'm like, okay, Spike, what's my favorite skit? Like, Lakai, like, full, like the, blo- the the blowing up, like, uh, I guess that that's everyone's favorite. Like, Colin Reed, like, I don't know, that dude's mind is so insane, I couldn't even pinpoint one thing he's done that I would say, like, uh, that it's, like, my favorite. But, like, skits aren't, like, video parts are memorable, dude. Yeah. Like, a f- trick in a... F- in, like... A trick on Instagram and, like, all... Dude, like, you know how many video parts that just blend together to me because it's all trap music? I don't know who it is. It's the same dude, but they all got different names. And yeah. I'm like... And even some of them, I know who they are, and I really like their skating, but they've all, like, turned into this weird trap music theme joke thing. Yeah. And it got taken so far that it's just, like, all those tricks blend into that song, and I'm like, it's just lost everything to me. Sad to say. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm, in, I'm in agreement. I'm in full agreement. I hate when I'm shit, like, trends fully. Like, you, it's like, I get you get inspired, but you should put your own tweak on it, you know? As an individual. I, I like this. I like thinking about everyone gets older. Like, yeah. I love seeing true, people. True, true. <laughs> I love, you know what I love seeing right now? I love seeing, like, skaters that I've known in New York. You know, let's say they're like 27, and I've known them for years, and I see them, I don't see them for a while, I see them, I'm like, oh, shit. Let's do put on some weight. <laughs> little tubby. <laughs> little tubby, I was there, I know, I know what it's like, man. I was fucking heavy, I, I slimmed down recently. I Is that I know, from, like, I, what was it from, snacks or alcohol? Beer and pizza, dude. Um, beer and bagels? fucking pizza. You like bagels? Tacos and shit. <laughs> And then, like, just, like, even when I sobered up, just still eating, like, garbage, because I thought I could eat, like, garbage. And, like, seeing people be like, yo, I'm about to be like, yo, I'm 28, like, yo, I'm about to be 29, then it's, like, 30, and it's, like, really a wrap. And I'm like, oh, God. no, it's not. Dude, are you crazy? I'm like, 
I like getting. I almost will like. I'll just be like mean. I'm like you're an idiot. You're so dumb. You're old. Are you 28? Like get the fuck fuck out of here, dude. Like just like there's like skaters like now can't pull like you know like okay so when like fucking Mark Gonzalez and Tony Hawk were like our age it was like dude they're fucking 36 and 35 this is crazy they're so old and now it's like dude guy and Costin like yo they're like 40 41 like yo that's like dude it's crazy to think like Kalis is like 40s and he's, he's still skating and now but it was like they were getting that at 32 yeah yeah, and yeah. like now for someone say like our generation like Zared and Mark Appleyard and PJ it's like Oh, you're 34. You should still be good. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, do you, do I do. you feel that skate? Well, like, I just there's like these doldrums. It's like once you're like your skater and you like you get to like 28, 29, and if you're not like really still like murking it, you're just like fizzled. And then like if you decide to get good again at 40, everyone's giving you a pat on the back. Now it's like <laughs> great. When I'm 40, no one's gonna give a shit because fucking everyone's gonna be 50. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, oh yeah, like Lou's still killing it at forty, but like he should be because yeah. everyone's still skating. Like Van Anglin, like look at Van Anglin, and like it's just like these things where you're like, dude, he's like forty two and he's amazing. Like Eric Dressen, like holy shit, like yeah. and then it's like, hey, don't forget about like these dudes that are like in their like thirties that are still kind of ripping because they you that's when you really you know you have to take care of your shit. Like you cannot be like raging and ripping in your 30s you gotta have you gotta have some balance at least there's no <laughs> no one is right like tell me dustin dolan's footage in his 30s and <laughs> i wonder how old he is he's gotta be in but his you 30s. got you know everyone's like but dolan's like the anomaly and i'm like all right whatever but like i still dill's yeah. best footage is when he sobers up like oh yeah all these dudes that are like killing it like there's the balance dude yeah and if you're a rager and you want to and you're a ripper like that candle does kind of burn at two ends for like most people, but I, I enjoy seeing New York skaters that I know kind of get older and fat and like. Yeah, you should be evolving. Like, if you're always that dude who's fucking raging and skating, like that's gonna get that's like trending. That's like trap music to everything. It's like, yeah, you might want to do that for a while, but if you're gonna keep getting older, you're not gonna want to be on the same fucking ride. Yeah. You know, like and no, it's true, it's and so it's kind of reckless at times. You know, like it's crazy to think of, like <laughs> when you think about like Deathwish and Baker, they like push like. 40 ounce boards and like all this like yeah hello weed and drinking and what and then it's like it's all owned by sober guys that go to AA <laughs> but they fucking push that shit yeah but and it's I find that super fucked up about Baker and Deathwish like I would never like push that shit like through my brand if I was someone as a recovering addict and like Antoine Dixon, like, talks about that shit. It's like, oh, yeah, we'll give it full the 40 and the blunt board. But then it's like, you got these, like, sober dudes being like, yeah, well, you're off the team. Yeah, yeah. I just find the contradiction, not just Baker, but there's such a contradiction of, like, you know, it's like, skater of the year trip, and we're all going to go to Hawaii and drink beer with Jake Phelps and, like, Corey Kennedy and Aisha and we're all partying. And it's all fun and games till it's not fun and games. And, like, we've seen it happen, like, yeah. 
skateboarding is all about like raging until it's like oh shit like yo you went too hard homie like you gotta you gotta go like you know what i mean like like certain certain what, parts that's of what it i find like whack about like the way shit's like all like yo party yo it's lit like when brands market that and then it's like sick like you guys put out garbage footage or like these dudes are sober and you guys are living a lie like yeah well i the, just like the that's only- just like my standpoint with like how i see like skateboarding getting when you get older like my views towards it i'd rather see someone like like the comeback stories like yeah. the guys and the henry sanchez's and like the dills and like something uh, something healthy uh, healthy and happy because like as you get older you want to see people succeed you know and we're all yeah, in skateboarding exactly. skateboarding so small compared to any other industry and yeah. it's like we all know each other's stories by heart because of videos yeah. and uh, now even audio and video and magazines yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. like it's insane like you want to see people like have some grace you know but it's yeah, hard yeah. you know and and dude that's the thing like with with all i need it's like I've had homies that I've wanted to hook up, but they just couldn't get their shit together and be responsible enough to, like, pull their weight. Like, it's a relationship. We're in relation with each other. Like, it's 50-50. You have to carry your own weight, you know? Like, if you're not carrying your weight, then you're hurting everybody, not just yourself, you know? It's, like, rough, dude. Dude, it is. It is. And it's rough when you see someone who you're, like, seeing, when you see people, like, going through shit and you're like oh man like dude you're too good to do this but you'll learn on your own like you live and you learn like you're killing it like you could be going places but you want to sit here and drink beers like i'm just telling you you better strike while the iron's hot and like you're putting out that whole entire flame with all that beer right now yeah well don't even yeah and definitely just keep the spark lit because you got you were granted the spark you're lucky to have the spark so keep it lit dude keep it going do something and i I feel like dude i also feel like it's crazy to think about this but like also too like getting off like walking away from alcohol it like makes you look at skateboarding like you did before you started drinking like a kid you're like in this like it's like you're just like this little kid on a skateboard that's not like these guys like drinking beers you know what i mean you're like your brain works like i don't know i just go back to more like the the unspoiled like it's it spoiled me i just like i i just fell victim to one of those people that was like it's easier and funner to drink than to skate yeah it it can bring up emotions like when you get drunk you get emotional a little bit you know so you you kind of like hang on to those memories and then you like end up with people and you're like it was bet you think it's better than it was and you're like yeah he lost your keys but you thought it was great yeah yeah if you're like lost in like (laughs) i had so many injuries and all that shit and uh i i just like now like those other stories of like other skaters you hear it and it's like oh sick like dude you see the progression you see where the, the, his footage was kind of down and then you see him get better so it's like i just like that and like as much as people want to argue like as a skateboarder you're an athlete dude like it's athletic like your body you might not be an athlete but you're athletic yeah exactly because yeah. athlete exactly. is like they have coaches i think right they, yeah, and although yeah, you could it's like athletic like the way that your body is like the, what you go through doing yeah. it is like total like fucking it's it's like it's it's the best you already know yeah and I, um funny story is uh whenever we're on trips 
because I'm always preaching about responsibility. Like we all yeah. we all have to carry our own weight, and it's like we have to take on some responsibility for our own lives. And that's like some people look at that as a burden, and I'm more like, no, that's like a good thing. We all carry our weight and move in the same direction together. It's beautiful, you know. Like for healthy and happy. But uh, I tell everyone if they have the keys, you know, because we're out on trips and we're having fun yeah. or whatever, smoking weed. I'm like, if you have the keys, your grandpa. Whoever has the keys, Grandpa. So, (laughs) Grandpa Billy, Grandpa Shetler. Because I'm like, dude, we should want to see each other get old, you know? Like, if you're lucky, if you're lucky, you you live a full fucking life and you have all friends and stories and, like, culture. We're watching skateboarding age as we age, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) It's. We're what it's 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 becoming an old man. It's becoming an older man, you know. (laughs) Now and like we're watching it and like. And it's kids are freaking out and rebelling against it. <laughs> it's been happening for generations and generations, but yeah, man, I'm like, uh, it's weird. I'm, I just treat it like I did at between like twelve and like twenty. Yeah, like I feel like before I like got really too like spoiled by like New York, like. I like that. I still feel like I'm in that innocence of like my teenage years still, just being like a total skate nerd. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm back to that, like that life. No, that's a way to stay ground. That's amazing, and that you're grounded. I feel that yeah. too. I teach skateboard lessons for that because I get to meet little kids that want to learn. I only do private ones, like one on one, because uh, I do the group ones, and it's fine. But you can't really show someone how to balance, and like you can't find the words when you're being pulled by little kids in different directions. So like. I'll do one-on-ones if they really want to. Not as work. Like, they, I get I get paid, but more just, like, I can do it at this time, and it, let's do it. And every time I skate with a little kid, it's, like, keeps me so grounded to, like, that, that what you're speaking about skating. Like, that innocence of being able to, like, look at that as something yeah. new and fun and exciting and something that could hurt you, too, you know? like Oh, for sure, yeah. Watching <laughs> their new experiences. It's good to be on both ends of the spectrum. Skate with the older guys, yep. the young kids, because if you get too niched in with either group, you'll just end up losing your, you know, you'll end up, like, it's just not good. It's nice we have the full spectrum, for sure, that skateboarders matured past just fucking teenagers. It's like, there's people that are 60, 70, like, people love skateboarding and built it into their lives, and it's going to yeah. be, it's worldwide, like, it's grown beyond what it was our, for ourselves, you know, like, our own little thing. It's bigger than all of us, for sure. Say oh, that. 100%. Yeah. Um, well, let me say, my wife's got home right now. She's going to start cooking dinner. Um, I, I have one more thing I wanted to ask you about. Yes. Do you have, like, ten minutes? Yeah, 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 all of right. course. All right, uh, the slap, one in a million stuff. But run that oh, down, because okay. I never it's really... I saw it from an outside perspective. Um, I was stoked to be involved, because... I walked in, like, thinking, like, it's going to be, like, last year. No, 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 like, but break it down to the very beginning, because I don't even... I never really watched it. I watched, like, snippets and stuff. Like, how did you get involved? What was the show and stuff like that? Well, it's, like, the there was... The, the season that was, like, aired out on Slap and YouTube the year before I did mine. So there was one year prior? With, yeah, it was with that Forrest Edwards kid, and, like, oh, yeah. it was done at, like, Double Rock. They slept there. And it was sick. It was, like, entertaining, like, YouTube. So the next year was coming around. It was, like, word it was going to be in New York. And um, 
the producer of that was Alex Klein, who had skated for, like, City. I remember and, Alex. Uh, he yeah, had yeah. good he, style, good he, trick selection. Yeah, yeah. He hit up Quarter Snacks if they want to get involved to do, like, different New York City Quarter Snacks, like, challenges. And he was like, no, but I feel like you could get Lou to be a judge. Nice. <laughs> and then right away, like, dude, I got a text message from Alex, and I was like, yeah. Uh, Think, yeah, I was like, yeah, I'll be a judge, thinking it was going to be, like, the year before, so... But you just had to, like, did you... Was it, like, a paying job, and you just got paid to be no, a part dude, of the I show? got $300 and, like, a Thrasher sweatshirt, and, like... Do you still have the thr- Thrasher sweatshirt? <laughs> I think I gave it to, like, Stan Carbine, or... I gave it away, like, a while, but it was, like, yeah, it was... I, I, I would definitely not have a Thrasher sweatshirt right now, that's for sure. <laughs> Well, we got dead wearing a thrasher shirt. Uh, so, no, I came in and it was like, oh, Rodney Torres and Steve Rodriguez are the other judges. Nice. And then I, like, I spoke with Alex. Uh, it seemed, like, pretty straightforward. Like, we are going to go there and meet up and check out the kids and how their first day of skating went. And then I got there and he was like, okay, well, like, I got this format. And he took me back. He took us back and explained, like, he wanted to kind of turn it into, like, a top chef for, like, uh, he wanted to, he, Alex's main goal was to brand it so it could be on Fuel or Fuse or, you know, one of those things. And more reality, top model, top chef thing. And, I, at this point, I'm already signed on. I'm like, this is like probably 10, 15 minutes before we're going to start shooting. I'm like, all right. He's like, we're, well, so there's going to be like an elimination challenge. and the, We're going to do a high ollie thing. What? Yeah, like, okay. Oh, man. I was like, why don't we just do like, I don't know. Like, I was like trying to come up with all these other challenges. And he was like, no. Nah. Alex is like, no, nah, it's high ollie challenge. I was like, ah. And I had, like, a crazy one of my cruiser boards with, like, all the van soles all over it. And I was like, don't do it where someone gets eliminated. Like, don't do, like, the person that can't do the high alley challenge goes home. He's like, no, we're going to send someone home the first night. Like, it'll create a bunch of drama. And I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> uh, dude, and I told him, and I said that night, Rodney and Steve were kind of, like, checked out a little bit. They were just kind of like, eh, whatever. And I was like, no, nah, I watched this shit last year. Don't fuck with it. This is like, people liked it the way it was. Yeah. So then, I I was like, yeah, he, he fucked it up. And then that first night, he kicked off that kid from Philly, Matt Militano, who was like, Ooh, de- definitely so good. like everyone's favorite, gunning so to win the whole thing. Gunning, would have won it. Would definitely would have won it. And kicked him off. And then, of course, like, I was like, I, I had, I didn't give a shit to be the guy to like break the boards or anything, be like the bad guy. That that I signed up for that. That sounds like, fun. That sounds fun. Like I signed up to be Simon Cowell. Like, <laughs> I can't be like mad about that. You could play that role perfect. Yeah, you did. I, I can't be mad about that. But like when Alex like uh, was like, okay, this is the pizza delivery challenge. This is the board graphic challenge like he really like turned it into like ink master and i was just like you know talking to the kids every night dude alex would bounce out of house of vans at like 8 8 30 when we'd be rap shooting and i would just like 
I was like 27 and just like raging and showed up to like 16 to 22 year olds like who'd never been to New York and they weren't allowed to leave house of van so I'd just get them weed every day <laughs> and, and fucking just crush beers and we'd just rage till four in the morning and then Alex would come through and be like, why'd you keep him up all night? You're such a bad influence. And then they'd wake up and be like, lose the man. Oh, like all those kids love me. You could ask any single one of those kids. They'd be like, dude, Lurker lose the man. He partied with us every night. He was the only one that stood by our side when we wanted a fucking, like, when we revolted against Alex. Like Steve Rodriguez and Ronnie Torres, they bounced. They didn't give a shit. Like fucking Alex fucking Rant. Those kids, Lord of the Flies, him, dude. They just straight up like, no, we're not doing this shit anymore. And I stood by them and was like, yeah. And we all went back to House of Vans after Alex Klein like ran off because these kids were fucking telling him how they felt. And then he was like, no one wins. I'm like, sorry. Like, wait, like, dude, we're like literally like, I'm like, I'm picking the winner. Like, I'm like, I'm like, well, Rodney, like, this kid, like, he killed it the hardest, like, he's fucking, like, you know, like, he backstabbed with this and shit, and, and then, like, they're like, Steve R. Rodriguez, like, we start filming, here, he goes, like, alright, so this is a twist, no one wins, and I'm just like... Yeah, like, what the fuck, yeah. Like, no one wins, like, I thought it was gonna be Adam Simone that was gonna win, like... I um I don't know like what what's going I was that's kinda, what's weird going on? And then, that's weird that the that because the I was not told when we started shooting that no one won that's crazy that the kids rebelled on the show <laughs> and then they were going to be like no one wins because you're all in jail now <laughs> no one wins because you guys are all spoiled and like party too hard with Lou and like I had heard through the grapevine that should have been the show party with Lou I would have watched yeah, that for oh, sure. Yeah. Jamie Thomas was like bummed because like it was like whoever won that year was like going to be sponsored by like Zero, you know, and like Mountain Dew and like yeah. whoever like because you know like every year one in a million like there was like a company it was like a brand that would like endorse like Coakley won and got like a crooked board like uh like that John the kid that he won the year before uh he ended up getting on like Zero and then he went to Alien. But what a bad idea. Um, but, to, you get so far... Like, it was he, like Jamie Thomas was like going to sponsor the kid that won. And it was just like made out from Alex Clyde, Jamie Thomas, like, yo, Lou fucking partied these kids too hard. They all blew it. I was like, fuck, maybe I did, but like, you suck. You're fucking... You're trying to fucking TV produce this fucking... These kids, they just want to come to New York and skate and rage. Like, Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I got looked at as the bad guy, of course, down the whole thing, because I was breaking the boards, and it made it look like I created all these challenges, but, like... You're the fall guy. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I was the fall guy, you know? I mean, if, like, you know, I, like, there's no, like, if I could do it again, like, it's just... You would do it in purple shoes? Uh... I, I don't know. I would have just, like... I No, you know what I would have done if that shit... I probably wouldn't have done it, because if I rolled up there that night and he was like, no, nah, this is how it's going, I'm like, nah. Yeah. It's going to be happening. Well, the, don't do it like that. Don't do any of this. You're going to ruin it. You're going to ruin it for everybody. And probably one of the million would still be going on. If Like... Yeah. That's it. Like, I mean, I can't, like... I met people, like... It exposed me to people who had never heard of me 
and like whether they hated me or liked me, people meet me and they're like, "Dude, what? I like, well, I did not know you were gonna be like nice to me." <laughs> like, because you're Simon. You're Simon. Well, you're not blowing it at the skate spot <laughs> until you fuck up and pull some dumb shit. I'm gonna call you out for it. But for right now, like, I don't know you, dude. I don't go to skate parks. Like, I don't fucking like. If anyone remembers me from it, they're like... Yeah, it was a show, bro. I did it for a little bit. Some kid this summer at, like, Princeton is really popping to skate lately in New Jersey. And this kid, like, was trying to, like, uh, late shove it, like, this eight stair at Princeton. It's like a long, mellow eight stair. And I, like, he broke his board. I gave him my board. And then, like, at the end of it, he came up to me. He was like, and that's what he called me out as. He's like... <laughs> Dude, one in a million, man. Like, I really didn't think you were going to give me my board to let me land that trick. And he was, like, 25. You know, you should have just focused so, it, like, dude. This kid, they, he, when, he, when it came out, he was, like, 18 and was like, oh, you're so mean. And then I, like, so, it's, yeah, it, it, in the long run, like, Alex Klein has been MIA. I met a lot of cool kids out of that. And, uh, yes, yeah, I still have, like, friends out of it. And, uh. It was, uh, dude, it was, it, 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 it was fun minus what Alex did to it. I feel like you killed it on it. I'm going to be but honest. I never got anything out of it. Like, I straight up, like, yeah, I got $300. Um, I feel like you made the show. They just didn't want to film it. My, they went wrong because they should want to film the kids doing what they like to do, skateboarding and, like, what the truth is. Like, you, yeah, those kids like, want to be seen doing like, what they enjoy, they, you know? Like, Dude, it was so bad. Not like, carrying was, a like, fake and fucking fucking fake pizza. Like that's not even skating. When no, you put skating with kids, yeah. get a phone number. Like get drunk. Like go to Max Fish. Like skate. That's just skate. Shit is like see who can get into the fish with no ID. <laughs> yeah, that and then go to spots and like actually skate the spots and like. Dude, dude. he kept taking them to skate parks every day, and I was like, dude, it's New York City. Like <laughs> I have spots. Like. Let's get on the train, like... Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it, dude, it really just comes down to, like, no one will ever understand that, like, Alex really just tried to, like, make it all cookie-cutter and clean and fucking show-tune it. I wonder why. Skateboarding, do, you, do you ever ask him? doesn't want that. Like, I'm not even... I'll be honest, man. I, I don't even think, like, I'll end up watching any of these skate movies that are out right now. Just as, like, I mainstream can never grasp what our culture has at, at its depths. Like, so I don't know, I, you know, there's people like, yo, Jonah Hill, yo, like, I just don't even, I haven't heard anything yet from anyone personal to me that's going to like, be like, oh, shit's sick. It's like, no, it's a softer version of kids. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. I don't think mainstream feature film has ever been a good platform for like skateboarding well, or like underground art things in general yeah it's hard to control because it's in motion it's a moving thing it's like vibrating it's a like people's energy in life you try to box it up and sell it to someone and, it shouldn't yeah, be watered down replicated yeah. yeah so it's not authentic but that's what i feel like he tried to do he tried to script it out so hard and like yeah because he, he tried to make drama between kids when there wasn't drama and i'm like yo man like these kids aren't feeling it, and he would just be like, no, no, it's going to work, it's going to work. And by the end of it, he was so stressed, he had a cold sore, and he left his computer in a cab when he fucking, the last night when he, like, no one wins, and he, like, just literally, like, 
dipped out and ran away from everything. Brutal. That's a brutal time. Yeah, but you know what? That'll never be in his legacy, man. His legacy will be city skateboards, San Francisco skater with good style. Yeah, he shreds. He fucking shreds. Yeah. He tried, so, he tried, I'm, I hope he's doing well, because he tried something with skating, which is cool, and I bet there's pressures on him from people that hired him, and it's a job, you know? He's still doing film, he's still yeah. doing film stuff, I'm sure, but, uh, yeah, that's how that went, and, like, I still, like, I, I ended up, like, sponsoring a kid from that, and I still hook him up, and, like, I, he moved out to L.A. recently from Dallas, he's lived in New York a few times, Kid Kennedy Cantrell. Yeah. And he's living in L.A. I got him work out in L.A. working on movies and commercials. So like, it's the thing. It's like you skate for my company. You come to New York. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get you work. I'm gonna get you a job. We're gonna go like trips. Like, yeah, let's skate. <laughs> let's skate. I'm trying to like. I'm gonna go try to like uh, just keep the crew in New York. And I hook up Zeb. He's in Spain and like. Like, if you're not in New York, just be on the other side of the country or, or in another country. Like, don't be up and down the East Coast. Like, just or, or on the Midwest. Just be in New York or way the fuck somewhere else. Like, mm-hmm. that's kind of how I want, like, the crew to be. Because then it's like, all right, then all of us in New York can go visit you. You yeah. know what I mean? So, it's, like, nice when, like, a brand has, like, an establishment in one city and then they like hook up someone, like, way overseas. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what's, like, cool about, like, Back in the day when there was like always like one euro on a team, yeah, remember that? Now yeah. it's like all about European skating. Yeah, because there's a bridge to the culture over there, and there's always spots. I fucking love spots, and there's usually yeah. good alcohol. Only and weed. if we knew in the '90s to respect the Europeans more. <laughs> I got some friends out Seriously, there. Seriously, though, remember how there was like, oh, he's euro, doesn't count. Like, uh, I've I've always. Tr- I've heard that, like, in the contest, like, people talk about in contests, like, Brazilians, how good Brazilians are, and, like, shit like that, yeah. (laughs) That's so funny. Well, Lou, I think you fucking killed it, dude. I'm hyped we gotta catch up. This is sick. Yeah, oh, it was great. It was great. Um, yeah. Yeah, my my wife's about to make dinner, and she said, uh, we should end it. I'm not Jewish, but we should end it with Yom Kippur at sundown. (laughs) Jewish New Year. Even though we both kind of look Jewish. A little bit. (laughs) Like, like our hair receding and, like, facial hair. Uh, What's your ethnicity? Polish, Russian, English, Irish. Uh, I'm, like, Portuguese, French, Canadian, something or other. Yeah, Portuguese, of course. Yeah. My, there's more hair on my arms than my where it needs to be on my head. <laughs> but you know what, dude? I'm gonna. I, I've been bicking my head for years and buzzing it. I'm actually gonna go Jack Nicholson shining style. I fucking I love gonna, it. And I think I'm gonna grow it out, dude, and just look like. I want to do it once, and yeah, maybe like cornrow it again. Just look like those balding, like struggling balding guys. I haven't seen. Bit. I haven't seen a seen a braided faded glory ever. I don't think. I've only seen it on a brother. Dude. <laughs> I've never seen it on a white dude. But, uh, no, I feel like uh, I want to just, you know, I feel like I'm thinning, but I want to give it one more shot anyways. And the, and the lady sounds like she's okay with that, right? Yeah, I've been baking and shaving so buzzing for so long. I was like, I kind of want to grow my hair. And she's like, yeah, do it. I'm like, I really like the Nicholson shining, like, slick back bald guy look. And it's like, yeah, go for it. And then, like... Looking at other bald guys with their hair, because I was just like self-conscious, like shave it, shave it, shave it. And now I'm like, I want to let it, I want to let it do its thing. Yeah, fair enough. Dread it. So, Keep it going to the ass. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, so hopefully I'll have some crazy weird hair footage from my video part, too. That'll be sick. Switching it up. Well, fuck yeah. Exactly. Um, All right, well, this has been great. We covered some topics. That yeah. was about two hours. Yeah, if, uh, just before you go, tell people where they can find your skate footage. Uh, right now, probably, uh, just like the Iron Claw website, and then, uh, like our Vimeo, nice. and then... I mean, I have my YouTube, like, my Lurker Lou page, and I put up, like, I've put up, like, all my video parts separately, but, uh, yeah, like, mostly, like, now, like, I put a lot of stuff on the Iron Claw Skates Instagram, which is ICS Worldwide, and then, uh, yeah, just on the Iron Claw website, we, our last video's on there, right. and, yeah, so that's my, like, recent stuff, but anything that I'm doing, it goes right on the, uh right on the website and then yeah like my youtube page but i don't get like too many hits on it nice well it's it, like it sounds like the website's like, the hub yeah yeah I, yeah yeah the ics site for sure so ironclawskates.com will always have like any of my like recent footage on there nice all right well fuck yeah thank you and uh, i'll put links in the description too so people can just click there yeah yeah exactly exactly <laughs> um yeah, this has been good, man. We yeah. crushed it. That all I need.